Welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Angorn. Hello. The special guest, Matt Bailey. Hi. Hey, guys. I have one question for you. How does it feel? Um... It's a lot. We're going for the pregnant pause today. It feels great. And I think I know what you're talking about, but you could be talking about something else. (laughs) I could be talking about anything, but I'm talking about one singular thing. Let's hear it. Today's the 50th episode. Oh. Did you guys know it was episode 50? I think so. (laughs) I don't know. I thought it was promised uh, Louise Guzman for 50, but... (laughs) We're saving uh, Louise... (laughs) (laughs) Is it Louis? Louise? <laughs> We're saving Louise for uh, the big hundo, I think. Yeah. Either hundo or, or 69. I don't want to promise that because then we'll be obligated to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like I might want to hit him up a little sooner. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, we're going to... We basically created this podcast for Louise. <laughs> Louise? <laughs> Louise? We have uh, issues with names on this show. Yeah, we do. But Mr. Guzman. Mr. Oh, Mr. Guzman. Um, we're here. You know, a lot of the haters said we wouldn't make it here, but we made it. Um, and we'll get to the haters in like a couple seconds. But first, episode 50. This is our Jamie Moyer episode. Yes. Hometown I, uh, hero. The pride of Souderton High School. I have no <laughs> idea who he is and what sport he played. He was a Philadelphia's. Uh, Philly's pitcher. He was a Philadelphia's. He played for the Philadelphia's. I'm sorry. After seeing that picture of Gritty. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't seen it, go see it. Yeah. Philly is ablaze right now with this new uh, Flyers mascot they have going on. Ablaze ablaze is a great word because he just looks like he's on fire. Yeah. But it's, I think it's perfect. You got to support him. It literally, I can't wait to hear how many kids come into my work complaining about nightmares. Yeah, here's the thing. Gritty is going to terrify children. My brother literally today said he can't show it to his kids. He will be terrifying um, the opposing teams. Yeah. That's true. And that's what mascots are for, well, right? He's supposed to, <laughs> to be like... To scare the other team. He's like yeah. a bully of Broad Street, right? Isn't that like his thing? I think he's uh, somewhat related to the Fanatic. They might have came from the same island. No, it's that, offensive to the Philly fanatic. Is that? <laughs> he's is the fanatic ugly, from like an island? He's from yeah, the Galapagos. Oh. Literally, this new mascot. Yo, look the it worst. up. <laughs> well, Gritty's like a castaway from that island or something. He is the devil's child. He might be from um. Child's play. What's uh Doctor Monroe's island? Doctor Monroe. <laughs> Doctor Mur- Monroe. Monroe. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Moreau. Dr. Moreau's Island. <laughs> Didn't they, he like, stitched weird things together and shit? You read books. Yeah, that's, where, that's where Gritty came from. <laughs> Very good. But hey, All this right. isn't our Gritty episode. This is our 50th episode. You know what else has 50? The United States. There's 50 states in this country. Also, the reason why the show Hawaii Five-0 is called 
5 oh, because it's the 50th state. Yo, I honestly never put two and two together. Beautiful. <laughs> it's also Beautiful. the golden wedding anniversary. Um, we cannot forget the great 50 Cent, the rapper. Mm. Oh, the great. Let us not forget. Honestly, future film friend. Could we be missed Curtis the boat Jackson? on this one. <laughs> Um, yeah, we really missed the opportunity. It would have should have been tonight. It really yeah. should have been tonight. Um, also, the movie Speed—you couldn't go under fifty miles per hour, or the bus would blow up. It would explode. Spoiler. Also, this is the number of years in a jubilee. So happy jubilee! Um, it's the atomic number of ten. And what's the what's the uh, symbol for ten? Um. Ooh, it's a, it's a weird one. one. It's like, like S N or something. I want to say you're right. Actually, I don't feel confident. I felt confident when I was saying it. Now I don't. Anymore. I think you're right. We'll what? we'll ask one I of our no guests. Idea. I feel <laughs> I feel like one of our guests uh, tonight has like the periodic table tattooed. Tattooed on him. <laughs> I was gonna say that too. <laughs> uh, any other fifty facts? Uh, it's the percentage of chromosomes you get from each parent. Fifty. Mm. Also, what about 51st dates? That's where I was going with it. <laughs> our, uh, our last uh, film friend. Shout out, Adam. Um, <clears throat> Shout out, Krista. <laughs> nice. Um, she hashtagged us. Hashtag 51st dates. I know I, I preemptively said there's guests in the, uh, in the room right now, but we're going to hold off just for a second. Well... Couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually take that back a couple minutes because you know we talk about our listeners, we talk about our haters, um, we come at them, but we know they're always there for us. So a lot of them uh, knew it was our fiftieth an- or fiftieth anniversary. <laughs> Yo, it, for, it, it is our fiftieth anniversary because um, we're fifty years old. <laughs> it's our jubilee episode, so uh, you know a lot of our good friends, our former guests. Uh, reached out to us and uh, had some words to say. Congratulate us, love us, hate us. And uh, here they are. Hey, yo, this is Brianna. I did the Jake Johnson episode. I just wanted to say congrats on getting to episode 50. It is well-deserved. All the haters said that you guys wouldn't make it here. And look at you now. You guys are killing it. Congrats. Can't wait to see you do 50 more. Love ya. Hey, film friends. This is Jake from episode 40. Happy 50th episode. Here's to 50 more. Hey, this is Joe Boland. Uh, I was on the Paul Dano episode. And I just wanted to tell you guys that 50 episodes is nothing special. Let me know when you get to 100. Hey, it's Zach Haskins, star of the 31st episode of this series. The Rowan Atkinson episode which is widely considered in all the fan forums to be the best episode. Congratulations on 50 episodes. I'll be honest, when I first heard you were going to be making a podcast where you never talk about TV, I didn't think it'd make it past 10 episodes, let alone 50. Yet, here we are, and I kind of feel like I fell backwards into a serious, committed relationship with you guys. Um, I don't know how it happened, but... Here we are, and I listen to you every single week now. Um, but I guess I'll keep listening for like at least another 50, as long as you keep on like peppering in shout-outs to me in like every other episode. Those are pretty cool. 
Um, so yeah, congratulations, guys. Keep up the good work. Hey guys, Joey Breening here from episode 38. You might also remember back on episode 19, the crossover episode with Cheap Date Podcast, the one Mark Minshoff doing an impression of me for the entirety of the episode. Despite his best efforts to impersonate me, um, I guess he was mad about me doing a character of Mark Minshoff for the entirety of the Cheap Date Podcast that he decided to come on your podcast and do a character of me. But either way, that's neither here nor there. He was right about one thing, though, and that's the presence of robots, both on and off screen, among the film friends of this podcast. I think you guys know what I mean. Well, except Bailey, of course. Go see a doctor, man. Hey, guys. It's Becca calling in to congratulate you on your 50th episode. I've been a guest on the pod talking about Julianne Moore and John Turturro, and I've been a longtime listener, too. One question I have for you guys is about the name of the podcast. Is it Film Friends or is it We Don't Talk About TV on this podcast? Because it seems to be what a lot of the episodes are about. It could at least be a subtitle. Just something to think about. But really, I'm so happy for you guys. So proud. And I'm so excited to listen to many more episodes to come. Congrats, guys. Yo, what's up? The Film Friends. It's Tay from... From episode uh, the the Henry <laughs> the Henry Thomas episode, I intended to look it up before I recorded this to know the number of the episode, but I neglected to do that and just remembered while I was recording this. So uh, anyway, you guys you got a great podcast, immaculate format, always sounds great, always have a good giggle or two. Been a fan since day one. Love you guys. Happy to be a part of the greater podcast community with you. Congrats on 50 episodes. I love you guys. Keep up the excellent work. Hi, guys. This is Kristen. Um, I was a special guest early on in the series. Um, I did Winona Ryder, which was super fun. I'm still waiting for my invite back. Um, So we shall see. Honestly, I didn't think you guys would make it this far, so I didn't think I'd get a second chance to be on the show, but now that you're at the 50th episode, I guess, you know, you're making your way there. Um, And in all honesty, I don't really have anything bad to say about Kate or Jordan. They're both very nice people. Um, I don't think they could be mean to somebody even if they tried. Um, So I guess I'm just going to really talk shit on Matt Bailey. Um... You know, it's not that hard. I've, I've known him for years. Um, he's done a lot of crazy shit. Not like crazy, like he's insane. Just he just does weird things, I guess. So one of my favorite Matt Bailey stories is um, he used to live in a house with a bunch of the guys on Earp Street in Philadelphia. And it was him and three other guys and my boyfriend lived there with them so I saw a lot of Matt and I knew that he never cleaned up anything because well it turns out he doesn't know how to clean up anything so you know he would never do anything like dishes or wipe anything down whatever whatever we were all still like I don't know 22 23 so we still had house house parties and stuff so Matt would never clean up after the parties he would always magically go missing the next morning Um, always be like, oh yeah, I got to, uh, go hang out with my dad or something and just conveniently leave at 7am before anybody wakes up. 
Um, so the one time everybody cleaned the whole house and decided we're going to make Matt do something because he never cleans up. So let's have him um, scrub the floor or whatever. So, you know, they save that for him and we all leave and let him know that he has to do the floors like fucking Cinderella, which looking back, this was kind of mean of us, but whatever. Um, and then we come home and the floor is all sticky and we're like, Matt, what what did you do? And he's like, oh yeah, I cleaned the floor. And we were just like, yeah, but how? And he was like, dish soap. <laughs> so Matt basically used um, dish soap to clean a kitchen floor, which was really fucking weird. Um, but he's come a long way. He's got a lot more domesticated. He even made a pecan pie for Friendsgiving this year. That was really good. Um, so yeah. Also, he's deaf, so that's funny, too. All right, guys, um, congrats on the 50th episode. I hope to be back, and thanks so much for having me roast. Hey, guys, congratulations on 50 episodes. I literally cannot believe that the podcast is still going. I thought for sure you'd be done after episodes four, maybe five. Um, But congratulations, you somehow did it this long. Um, I helped out with the audio for the first couple of episodes for all the viewers, so that big decline in the quality of audio, that's really not my fault. I'm sorry about that. Um, But no, in all seriousness, congrats. Love the podcast. So glad that I was on it. Would do it again anytime. Uh, But yeah, congrats. Love you guys so much. Hey guys, I just want to say congratulations on your 50th episode. You guys are super dedicated and we all appreciate it. But here's the thing. Um, I know Shape of Water is like, you know, the greatest movie ever made. Well, it's really good, actually. Like, I agree. But Michael Shannon, he's not a 10. Sorry, Kate. He's not a 10. He's a 10 in Shape of Water. But I'd say overall, he's like a seven. Um, The other thing, too, is like, why do you guys always circle back to M. Night Shyamalan movies? It seems like every episode you guys talk about the village. I don't know. I mean, I get it. You guys see him at Sixers games and shit. But uh, yeah, the world doesn't exactly revolve around M. Night. Well, our world does, but not everybody's. So yeah, tighten up on that, and uh, yeah, Matt, um, love you, bud. (laughs) Love all you guys. Hey, what's up? It's Kyle. You might have heard this voice before on a previous episode of Film Friend talking about Timothy Oliphant. That's my boy. Um, I just want to shout out uh, the Film Friend crew, Kate, Matt, Jordy, Paul, um, anyone in the background that makes this stuff all happen. Uh, the aspiring actors, my boy, uh, Timothy Oliphant's my boy. Just want to let you know, you're all sleeping on him. Wake up, because that's my boy right there. And uh, I just want to say I like what everyone's doing on the Film Fred podcast. I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. Uh, I think I'm learning a lot. So keep it going. Hey, this is Tyler Smith from the Vincent D'Onofrio episode. This is Kate O'Brien. Uh, I did Amy Smart. Uh, this is horror expert, intern, art director, musician Mike Paulshock from the Donald Pleasance episode and a couple others. It's funny that you asked me to do this because I forgot that you had a show. Boom, Boom roasted. roasted. 
If your show followed the format of your show, your worst episode would be every episode. Boom, Boom roasted. roasted. I know we don't talk about TV, but maybe you should talk about TV because that'd probably be a better podcast. Boom, roasted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think the show's really great. You've had me on a bunch. It's really sweet of you, but I don't think you're very nice people and maybe you should, I don't know, see a doctor. Boom, Boom, roasted. roasted. (laughs) Wow, that was great. Wow, that was great. Thanks so much, guys. (laughs) Really means a lot to me. Well, that was our haters. That was our lovers. That was our brothers. And that was our sisters. (laughs) And some of it. Was our mothers. Yeah. Uh, But we appreciate you guys reaching out. Um, And honestly, appreciate the advice. Appreciate the feedback. Appreciate Appreciate the love. Appreciate the love. And for those who didn't call, appreciate you guys too. Yeah. We appreciate everyone. Um, And that's honestly what drove us to do 50 episodes and that's what's going to drive us to do 50 more. Honestly, thanks for taking the time out of your day to remember us in our special occasion. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, thanks for taking the time to watch the movies for your epi- specific episodes. That's too. true. Yeah. That's um, the hustle. And also, you know, for Kyle, because he's going to be on here in the future, just a preemptive thank you. <laughs> yeah. No. He took the time out of his day to record something for us. So. Yeah. Appreciate that. Um Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yo, I think we said thank you enough. I don't think we ever uh, said thank I don't you think. enough. We'll circle back to a couple more yeah, thank yous okay, at the end. Okay. Our classic, we'll circle back to something we never do. <laughs> <laughs> but you better believe we're going to circle back to M. Night. So, so, I think there was a Twitter poll this week. Yeah. We mentioned this in the last episode, and boy, did we do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, who's more controversial, Adam Sandler or Britney Spears? The results are in. 57% said Adam Sandler. 43% said Britney Spears. guess Adam Sandler is still more controversial than Britney Spears. My, what I'm curious about with that is I have a feeling a lot of people that participate in our Twitter poll, they don't listen to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, in this I'm a little concerned like why people who didn't... I would say the majority of the people who voted didn't listen. And uh, why would they say Adam's more controversial? I feel like- um, He's loud. It'd be funny if we at least got people to Google like Adam Sandler to see if he did something yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, all you'll get is that like meme where he's at like the fast food oh, restaurant. Oh, so just looking at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. Google it. Honestly. Um, cool. So I think that's all the business at the top. Anything else before we jump into? Um, I'm guys, ready to hash it yeah, out. If you are, let's hash it out. I can't wait to hash it out. Well, should we say who's on the episode yeah. with us? I'm getting before there. we hash it out. It's like a mullet business on the top, party in the back. Yes, isn't it? In the isn't front? it? Mullets <laughs> in the, the back. No, but isn't the mullet uh, the party in the back? Isn't it party in the back, business in the front, not on the top? Sure. Okay, um, cool. We'll get down. You know what? We'll ask our guests. So Twitter poll. <laughs> is it on the top? For episode 50, you know, we're going all out. We had people call in, send us well wishes. We had a Twitter poll. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're not going to stop there. It's the year of the guests. It's the year of the repeat guests. And this one is a very, very special one. Um, both these fellas have been on the pod a couple times. Are we, they, call, are we calling it a pod now? Yeah, we're calling it a pod now. <laughs> okay. It's because um, it came from a flower. 
mm-hmm. but this is the first time that they're on together. Mike Paul Shock, <laughs> Joey Breeding, welcome. What a get. Hey. <laughs> Good to be on the pod. Yeah, honestly, a huge get. That's a great get. I feel like get. you've been holding on to that one. No, I honestly haven't. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we were able to get you guys because we did have a huge get the other week, but unfortunately they had to run to the Emmys real quick. Yeah. Um, so, but you guys are honestly a bigger get. So, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. You are as big as it gets. gets. Ooh. Have you seen as good as it gets? No, we're uh, saving yeah. it for our, our Cuba episode. Well, cool. <laughs> you guys are highly valued in our books, so thank you for coming. Uh, you're highly valued in, in my book. I don't know about Joey, but... Yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> now, cool. now, you guys have been on here several times. I think, Joey, you've been on here once I've before. I've been on here once before. It feels like... For some reason, it feels like you've been on here more than once. I had oh. a dream that you were in that you were here, but I'm not sure. I feel like I sort of have like these visions. Yeah, it's weird. I kinda, as if I were on here. I feel like you're here. It's a dream. Yeah. I feel like you're here every week. I wake up in like a cold sweat and I'm like, I've been on Film Friends twice. <laughs> Wait, is Joey here every week? <laughs> <laughs> I think he is. He supervises. He, yeah, he does. He, uh, before we get too far away from it, too. Uh, Wait, you want to hash someone, it out? Dude, we're going to hash it out. <laughs> as someone who's had a mullet, it's business in the front, party in the back, right? On the top. Oh, you what's, did have a mullet. Can we on, like post that picture oh, to our film show? to the world what's yeah. on top then yeah what is on top a fruit on top it's hope on the bottom <laughs> it's like a yo play thing or something it's like Mitch it's business in the front casual on top party in the back that is not the phrase it's <laughs> <laughs> too long there's too, too many i don't things. think the top yo, is even addressed i don't think there's anything on the top Oh right, nothing so on top. When you're, that when would you're be an mullet. insane haircut, <laughs> like a like a like a friar tuck mullet. Mm-hmm. You got bangs, your ball on top, and just a party in but the back. Yes, going, sir. But what's going on on the sides? Yeah, that's honestly a gritty situation. Do you like keep the sideburns? Do you like keep the sideburns? I feel like I've seen a lot of nothing on top party in the back, but never with yeah, business. Not, <laughs> not with just like a sharp line. Across. It's a pretty cool look to just be bald and have like a, a rat tail. Ugh. Oh, yeah, like that's cool. good. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah, a that is pretty cool. cool look. I don't know if I would define <laughs> it as cool. Um, I now, would define it as interesting. Now, uh... Listeners might be familiar with the the dulcet tones of uh, <laughs> Mike Paulshock's voice over there. Has been on. Honestly, I think you hold the world record for appearances on <laughs> the show. Yeah, I would agree. Besides us, the yeah, world record. Um, <laughs> what's so funny? <laughs> yeah, what's so funny about that? Tell him. Tell him. But um, yeah, welcome back. Ah, thank you guys. It's good to be back. First time in the new stew. Ooh, it is the first time. First time, long time. First time, yep. First time, long time. So, uh, you know, we're going to hash it out, but I just want to get to it quick. The the reason we have both of you guys on is uh, you just started a new podcast, Wine and Cheese. Yeah, we started it a while ago. Yeah, (laughs) and I think... a long time to get a logo, to get on iTunes. On my last episode, I was like, yeah, it's coming out this week. (laughs) And then uh, (laughs) months later... I do. We got a bunch in the hopper. We had a couple yeah. of roadblocks. We got a lot in the hopper. <laughs> um, I have to admit, I have to admit it. I love it. Oh, cool. oh, thank cool. you. Um, <laughs> Dude, I have to, you have to. Uh, I wasn't going to, but it is kind it's of funny awesome. listening to the episodes and you guys refer to stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, 
it's like been too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about like the Rachel haircut on one episode and that was from like the nineties. Yeah. So, so far behind. Great haircut. Or it's like, I think in the first episode I'm like, Oh, I just saw solo. Uh, <laughs> it's not in the theater currently. <laughs> True. Um, big fan of the Weezer. I can't uh, wait to crush. I can't wait episode. to pitch my idea for my episode. Ooh. We'll be waiting. And, we'll um, be waiting. <laughs> but also, we didn't bring you on here just because of that, but also because you two are great. Yeah. Aww. Uh, Thank you. I thought that was the only reason. Oh, oh. oh okay. <laughs> Let's That's fight about great. it. Um, just kidding, guys. <laughs> yeah, Who, just better? Kidding. <laughs> Who better to oh, share with? You had me, dude. <laughs> and is this our first five-person episode? No. No, me and Mark Minchoff uh, were on an episode before, I believe. Yeah, I think it was episode 19. (laughs) Huh. Nice, Jordan. For the Omar Epps episode? Uh, Sorry, I just... uh, I listened to it a couple times. I don't know. Joey gets in the studio, and I just (laughs) lose all... Time I had a dream that Joey was on that episode, but I don't oh. think it was. I think it was yeah, Mark, weird. right? Yeah, I think sounds we like like had a collective. Well, Mark was dream. like kind of doing a character of me to yeah. get back at me That's for doing a character of him on Cheap <laughs> Date for the entirety of the podcast. I also think I heard that theory a little bit earlier. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to follow these breadcrumbs too, subscribe to Cheap Date. <laughs> I don't even know if you can. Go back. There anymore. <laughs> listen to all their episodes, listen to our episodes, and then listen to Wine and Cheese and... We leave little Easter eggs in all the episodes. So. I'm still I think subscribed. I, need to, I think I need to upload it to like YouTube or something because we didn't pay the hosting fee and you can listen to like one and then 21 and 22 and that's it. Mm-hmm. Do we Honestly, pay a hosting fee? Oh, they're still there. <laughs> they're still on mine. I, oh, I pay a hosting fee. I take it back. <laughs> Maybe they're just well, shit, on podcast. Dude, let me know but you need some money. <laughs> you know who could pay, pay our hosting fee if they want to? The listeners? Letterbox. Ooh. Yo. We're still trying to get that letterbox sponsorship. Um, we never hit them up, though, so that's partially our fault. And also, if... if I feel like oh, you yeah, guys got to give them hit money. up. Yeah, we <laughs> we just did. didn't. Yeah, they, they want, guys, we, we're playing hard to get You guys pro them. users, or are you just on that free game? Yo, free I see game. that you're a pro user. What what are the perks for pro? I just wanted to change my username. What was it? It was like 10 bucks to do it. But what else do you get? You, you, just, get, you can like filter your feed. So you can like take out every time somebody like likes something, uh, which really I like. I got like I follow like fifty mm-hmm. or so people, so it like humble gets rid of a lot of the fluff. That's mm-hmm. humble brag. All yeah. that, all the you fluff, know. the marshmallow fluff. Yeah, I like that because I only follow like eight people, so it's like, oh, look at this person. I yeah. Oh, immediately I was like, <laughs> immediately yeah. I was like, why did I? do Honestly, this? I follow this table and Joel Janky. <laughs> Yo, I follow it, Matt Gorley. It's Yankee. He didn't deliver. He he's the reason I downloaded the app. I think. Really? And, sorry, Matt. Not he didn't us. Deliver. That's weird. Um, I told you guys. It wouldn't be. Uh, it wouldn't you be did a, tell us about it. Yo, you did tell us about it. Yeah. I was going to say, Mike. it wouldn't be a special episode if we didn't shout out Joel Janky. Yeah, Joel that's true. Joel Yankee. Yank, All right, so. Yankee um, dandy himself. Before we go down to Joel Janky <laughs> wormhole. Yankee. Um, Which we will. Wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> wormhole. You go down a wormhole, right? Um, yes, sir. We're going to, let's just hash it out. I'm very, very Dude, excited. We're going to hash it out. <laughs> Someone I'm just please trying to hash it out. out. Ask um, Joey who he picked. Yeah, already. I'm actually gonna throw it over to Joey because this this was his choice. Um, so yeah, Joey, I'm gonna throw it over to you. Who you chose and why? Um, I've been campaigning for this film friend for a long time. True. And uh, at the beginning, Jordan told me that he was too much of an A-lister for this <laughs> podcast. 
Uh, I was so young and naive. <laughs> but I chose uh, Nicolas Cage. Uh, really, the main reason being he's just my favorite actor, and I feel like he gets a bad rep. He's just Nicolas yeah. Cage. Yo, he kind of does. He, like, gets, he really does. He really does. He really does. <laughs> so, okay, does he? I I heard something about today, and I completely agree with this. They say he pulls it out when he wants to, like his acting. Oh, no. Oh, we're going to get to the penis <laughs> We're going to hash it out. He, we have already like, begun hashing it out. Brings his A game when he wants to, but he just phones it in when he feels like it. How about his D game? I don't even know if he necessarily it phones it in. I feel like he just brings it all the time. Yo, yeah. I, and, then, and maybe the rest of the movie just doesn't around him. Yo. I agree. I think he just does so many movies that, you know, if you do so many, not all of them are going to be great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He does, like, every couple years, he'll be like, damn, dude, Nicolas Cage is back. And then he'll have, like, three or four years where you're just, what is he doing? He's just doing shitty movies. Dude, the last couple years, he's just, like, released so much stuff, and I've seen next to none of it, only because there's just so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still, like, catching up on the stuff from before. You still know? in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Like, he has a lot of stuff. I mean, I've only really scratched the surface, but I have to be fan. fully honest. I'm not entirely sold. Oh, well, well, that's okay. We're going to sell you by, by the, the end, end of the episode, yeah. for sure. Shout out. Can I tell you guys something Zach's that I read podcast. earlier? Yeah. David Lynch called him the jazz actor of musicians. Which, I wrote that down. Jazz act, jazz of musician, musician of actor. Wait, yeah. What does he yeah, play? Rewind, rewind. I do like jazz actor of musician. <laughs> <laughs> In the most David Lynch quote of all time. No, the jazz musician of actors. I love uh, it. It's true. So. That's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I think, think so. I think it's kind of accurate though. I I could see that. Have you seen Wild at Heart? Yeah, dude, that movie's I'm amazing. Gonna, gonna and he's like hash that out crazy in that. Yeah. yeah. So one thing I learned about myself, like one of the strongest <laughs> things I've learned about myself doing this podcast is that I actually love Nicolas Cage. Like we've reviewed two or three of his movies before this mm-hmm. one. They're the most memorable moments of are the they podcast. All, are they all the bad movie though? Trespass. <laughs> yes, they are all the bad I can't movie. stop thinking about it. <laughs> Dude, Trespass is wild. Yeah, and 8mm so um, was wild. And 8mm yep. is wild too. But like, Say what you want about him. You can't take your eyes off the screen when Nicolas Cage is on I there. want to take my eyes off sometimes. Talk about but controversial. You much. <laughs> Could have added him as the third option on that Twitter oh, yeah. poll, yeah. man. Mm. Um, before we get into either of the movies, have you guys seen Rumble Fish? Because he's really awesome. No. Actually, I actually haven't like seen a Rumble Fish. It's like a Matt Dillon. That's a Matt it's Dillon movie. Matt Dillon is like a childhood badass. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's really, really good. Let's address the elephant in the room, or rather, I have a question. Okay. <laughs> you just start every sentence with addressing the elephant. Yeah. Too many elephants. And then we'll um, see what happens. I honestly wish there was an elephant here. We need to get a little elephant. If anyway. I maybe paid for an elephant in the room, would that be something you guys would like? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, the Coppolas. Yes. How do they connect with Nicolas Cage? He's one of he them. Is, did he is, marry into uh, that family? No, he changed his last name for his performing name because of Luke because of the comic book character Luke Cage no shit that makes me like him even more his name is Nicholas Coppola he dropped it like there's only one movie that he's billed in as a Coppola and it's Fast Times right which is his first first movie movie, but it came out after like he was already big by the time yeah that was that came out but he would film that first yeah Yeah. but uh and then he like changed it he says to like 
disassociate from the Coppolas to like do his own thing right. and like get yeah. famous yeah. on his own, basically. And he was like so inspired by like Luke Cage and his yeah. character. Mm-hmm. He like well. loves comic books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but his uh, uncle, I guess, is Francis Ford Coppola. Yes, his dad yeah. is Augustus Coppola. Is that that sound? I can't. I think his that's brother. Right. His brother is the director <laughs> yep, of one of the movies. Yeah, the picture uh, of him is yo, he looks crazy. crazy. They don't even look related. Really? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is. And she's ridiculous. in. She's in one of the movies we're gonna review too. Oh, she really? Mm-hmm. Who? Talia yeah. Shire. She yeah. is. Oh, the director. You can see her. And then Jason Schwartzman's his cousin. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. And Sophia's his sister. Cousin. Uh, another cousin because that's Francis Ford's daughter, I believe. So it's a uh, yeah. gotcha. Damn, what a tree! Yeah, yeah, what Pretty a cool tree. tree! All right, well, the elephant, the elephant just walked out of the room. Uh, that's what well, happens that's when you sucks. you address it, right? My work here is done. That's honestly really sad. Then I would literally never address the elephant in the room. Why would I want it to leave? Yeah. It's got I don't know. If there was an, it's elephant, got other rooms to. If be there was an elephant in the room. You'd have to address it, though. I would hug That's it. True. You can't I have a question it. about my Will own elephant addressing? in the room. Yeah. Does anybody call this phone? Oh, yeah. Bailey no, picks it up a lot. We're still waiting. <laughs> Yo, every so often phone. I pick it up and then put it back down. It's like down. a presidential phone. <laughs> yeah. There's too much power right here. <laughs> it's uh, so dusty and dirty. Um, cool. Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm glad. I'm ready to explore his best and worst. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of glad we're all on the same page about. Do we call him Nicholas Cage or Nick Cage? Elephant in the room. Let's call. Let's pick a name to call him. I like Nick. I like Nick. I like Nick. Nick, but without the casual. K, obviously. Yeah. Just N I C. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was N I K. No, it's mm, C. He's not like. No, he's not Russian or anything. Nick. Nick. <laughs> Kate, are you okay with Nick? I'll go with the flow. Okay. Cool. cool. So cool. whatever comes out of my mouth, you know. So Nick Cage. Um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we're all on the same page, except for Kate. But we'll we'll win you over, Kate. She's going with the flow. I wouldn't yeah, worry about it. Going with the flow. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna throw it over to Wine and Cheese. Oh yeah, your podcast is called Wine and Cheese. <laughs> w H I N E. In case you can't find it. <laughs> Have you had that happen to you? I don't think anybody's listening. Not that to anyone. <laughs> Not that anybody said anyway. We made it pretty clear. Um, I'm gonna throw it over to you guys. Which movie we review first here? We should probably just get Deadfall out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't agree more. I can't wait to keep it in the way. Let's hash it. <laughs> oh, Ow. yeah. Jordan the other day said, I've been really wanting to watch Deadfall for a long time. Did you think it was the Olivia was Wilde like, one? All right. Well, no. actually, I ha- I've been wanting to watch it for a long time. Did Jordan too. thought it was this. Yeah. Oh. Well, I always. Because of Nicolas Cage losing his shit, like, almost all of those clips are in this movie. Yeah. Does everyone yeah. have, like, a favorite Nick Cage movie? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do. Let's go around and say it. Let's him. go around. Okay. Um, face off, because it is also Nicolas Cage's favorite movie. Oh. <laughs> that he's done? Not yeah. that he's, that he's done. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Um, my favorite would be, that he's in would be Rumblefish, I think, but he's not a super major character in that. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'd probably go with like Face Off. Yeah. Yeah. Face Off is He really kills it around that era. Yeah. He is the perfect um, daddy. <laughs> I'm I'm following. I'm following. Do you mean Zaddy? <laughs> no, in, in uh, Kick Ass. Oh, oh yeah, he is oh, big that. daddy. Yeah, yeah. He is great. <laughs> he is great. On that. I didn't know where that was going. Um, my my favorite's Matchstick Man. Big Ooh, Matchstick Man. Fan. Interesting pick. I've yeah. never seen it. And I it. always just picture breadsticks. <laughs> 
breadstick. It's man. a little <laughs> different than that. <laughs> uh, mine's raised in Arizona, probably. Oh, nice. Yeah. I have yet to see that, and I really uh, want to yeah, see it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. That or Adaptation. I thought Ooh, that... Adaptation's cool. I thought that Deadfall, when I was watching it, was like pretty close in like a chronology to uh raising arizona but raising arizona is like so much it's like 10 it's like years, 10 years earlier he didn't yeah. age for 10 years i don't think yeah i'm also a big fan of the family man i don't know mm-hmm. that one you should check it out it'll good. tear your heartstrings it'll tear it will tear it's not gonna pull out of it's gonna tear them apart yeah it's a little it's a little heavier the elephant there that we're not talking about a little thing called national treasure oh, oh true yo i didn't he's didn't a national it. treasure see i i loved that movie because they used to you should they did they did you they used they used to show it during like school events mm-hmm. like when you were testing mm-hmm. uh what were you testing that's that why you loved it they would show like radio <laughs> That Miracle on Ice movie. Oh, yeah, with Kurt Russell. Hell yeah. And uh, National Treasure. Hmm. And I loved it because, you know, you're at school and you get to watch Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Come on. What are you testing for? Uh, <laughs> just generally speaking. Just generally. Like, <laughs> just it's, I, know, I know they were standardized. <laughs> Since we're not into the movies, Ed, I'm just going to keep talking about Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped out of high school to film uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. But he also started working at a movie theater because he thought that was the way that he would get into the movie industry, not his famous movie theater, like movie star family. <laughs> yeah. Theater father. Yeah. yeah, he's humble. Here's the thing. He's though. humble. From the bottom. It worked. Now he here. <laughs> yeah, true. He's, now he, he here. It's quoted that he was a popcorn seller. Oh. We're eating popcorn. We are eating some popcorn. Whoa. I made some kettle corn. Hell yeah. Thanks, Kate. You're welcome. So Goodbye. Deadfall. <laughs> 1993 master. Peace. Uh, Master. <laughs> master. <laughs> uh directed, like we mentioned before, by his brother Christopher Coppola. Yeah. Um, Dude. Bailey. Nepotism. You want to give a synopsis? Um <laughs> Good luck, dude. <laughs> uh there's definitely some cons going on. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cons? Where people play dead. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the the oldest con in the book. <laughs> there are a lot of blanks involved. I don't really know what. I don't even know the main character's name. There's uh, an Eddie. There's Joe. Joe. Joe and Diane and Eddie. Little ditty about Joe and Diane. More or less. Um, Joe's this uh, con artist with his father. Ends up shooting him, <laughs> and then goes and hangs out with his uh, uncle. And falls in love with Diane, and turns out they're all playing a big old trick on him. Hey, that was actually pretty good. Pretty good. Some might call it the long con. Yeah, the long can con. Can I jump to the last the scene longest real quick? Con. <laughs> yeah, no, please, no. <laughs> please do. Why did he make his dad get on the carousel? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yo, I don't understand his dad's role in this entire movie. All right, let's hash it out then. Movie. What's no, his dad? Two different to... actors. Also, was no. his <laughs> uncle actually his uncle? His all right, sissy with his mommy. All right, there's <laughs> only one place to start. Let's hash it out. I am kind of mad that you guys made me watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, I can so, tell by your letterbox review. I wanted to see this. Like Jerry said, I wanted to see it just because of the famous video of Nicolas Cage losing his shit. If you've yeah. never seen it, look it up on YouTube. But yeah, there's a lot of clips from this movie. So that's what... 
that's what made me want to watch it and honestly it delivered <laughs> you know it's a bad sign when you go to rent it and it's only available in standard oh definition. my god with like the did you guys do amazon yeah. yeah, it has like the weird three little yeah. like white, white things at the, the top. top. What was that? I thought it was our TV. We just got this new TV. I thought it was broken. Ah man, how new is it? Was it? Honestly, <laughs> fucked up. Mike, it seems like you didn't run into that problem. Did you watch the movie? Yeah, no, I, I watched it on Amazon for a dollar ninety nine. Standard. You guys make me watch it. Um, I know that I said that I'm not like sold on Nicolas Cage, but he did say something that I will never forget. He said, hi, fucking yeah. <laughs> uh, it was incredible. The quotes in this movie are insane. Like these fucking hangers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Um, so the movie starts off. The, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I was Yo, say, most of the quotes are like say. 80 yard too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost Yo. the whole movie that he's yelling is just like, he's talking normal, but he's screaming. Yeah. It has like a, um, like the room vibe almost. Oh, like yeah. Very much. Very, so. very bad quotable mm-hmm. director seemed like he had no idea what he was doing it feels like a student film yeah yeah it had bad. very yeah. much a room. even the sex scene felt like a room like type thing it yeah. was like so like overdone yeah, it was long that was too it much was yeah the sex scene yeah. was yeah. yo it was the sex scene was, it was explicit too yeah. much and it made me think about sex <laughs> scenes in movies like uh-huh. if well, the, you mean you got horny yeah <laughs> i was gonna say like i thought you were going somewhere else and it made me it was just thing. a very unnecessary sex scene and it just started making me think like when do you put in a sex scene where you sh- show a lot yeah. and when do you like just hint at it yeah like is it when when the romance or the couple like is a main romance in the movie yeah. that's when you actually show a sex scene like i guess they were but it was just too much like, there was like yeah. three different immediately yeah, three different positions <laughs> yeah. like it was it was long. <laughs> it ends with her like upside down too. Uh, oh yeah. And then she just leaves. Dude, I'm getting hot. <laughs> you <laughs> are. Actually Yo, getting hot. is it getting hot in here? Not no, yet. not yet. <laughs> Can I just read a fact real quick? Yes. Uh, yes, please. Awesome, Joey. Do you approve? Sure. Thanks. Okay. I was just gonna say that she was in Bill and Ted too. She was. She was Bill's girlfriend. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Nicolas Cage came out of the set dressed up with a wig, albino contact lenses, and dark sunglasses because he thought this would add more authenticity to the character of the two-bit hustler, Eddie. He was told he could dress up however he wanted for the part. Yep. So was his, that wig was his choice? Yeah. I'm sure the mustache, the the mustache, the The accent. Like, Like, they're the fucking friend, man. His (laughs) accent was out of this it was world. all yeah. over the place so i love when he's in the cl- in the club and he just yells fuck i love the club owner guy i love his necklace with all the charms on it so nicholas cage we're calling him nicholas for this movie <laughs> he call him eddie he was in a different movie I feel like like oh, he sure. came in everything was kind of normal and like shitty and I don't know just I feel like it's bad noir yeah it's a weird time of that it's very here. bad it noir. opens up with this scene of like a drug deal and there's like this chubby little <laughs> like guy sticks his fingers in coke and just like rubs them all over yeah. his mouth like disgusting Joe Pesci wannabe and he's just <laughs> like no, that oh, was Polly from Rocky was that Polly from Rocky might have been I, I don't I honestly don't I remember even that it scene it might be because what's I just her watched name? this movie Talia yesterday. Talia Shire yeah she's in this movie too she's I'm not gonna eat this it's really rude um, she's one that when they do the little con at the bar and they leave the bracelet in the bathroom she's the bartender oh okay Tricky. yeah 
She was uh, great. Also, that scene <laughs> with the bracelet, no one in their right mind would fall for that. Yo, I would. Like in the way that she did? <laughs> in the like, way that, really? Pay for <laughs> it? Yeah. In the way that she did it where she was like, ooh, do you love my bracelet? She literally wore it 20 seconds later, went into that room, had to have taken it off. and was like, I left it at the restaurant. Yeah. Do you not have any memory from 30 seconds earlier of this woman complimenting Did it work? It? I did guess it, it work? worked, yeah. but yeah. I could. It did I get, work. Yo, I'm surprised I haven't gotten conned in my life. I probably did get gotten conned. Remember that couple tried to bring you to their house with the library they conned you they what? didn't they didn't con <laughs> me though i i survived you survived but i'm tried. here to tell the story you survived you you were con. half conned i was half con were they trying what to bang ha- you out what happened <laughs> you almost gotten by some grifters <laughs> i almost got kidnapped one time Yo, is oh, it? jesus uh, we'll we'll save it for like a mini episode. Jordan's yeah. Corner. Yeah. I only know yeah, this because we, we're got best friends. <laughs> um, I almost got con, con but I feel like I've gotten conned. I just don't even know it. Uh, like I feel like con. I'm conable. Okay. I, I respect a good con. I respect a good con. I got conned. Um, <laughs> Stop saying con now, everyone. <laughs> the other week, and I just didn't do anything about it. Someone is this, bought is it uh, Bailey's personal. Yeah, it might be. Someone bought on my Xfinity account uh, Rick and Morty season two. It's probably Nick for, for twenty for twenty bucks, yeah. and I just let it go. Yeah, we, so we define con. Yeah. yeah, you got hacked. I was gonna say that's more like someone stole your identity. Yo, that's the ultimate con. I think if it was con, like if you were con, someone would have tricked you into buying season two of Rick and Morty. Exactly. Yo. Exactly. I might have. I don't someone know what happened. convinced so you that you own season one and three, but not two, and you're like, well, oh, I guess I have to buy it. I didn't do anything about it. Yeah, I just said, that doesn't mean I just said, yo, good job, guys. <laughs> you congratulate yo, them on stealing yo, your identity. Someone What's bought, the definition? Someone bought a book on my Amazon account and recently, you let it go? and I let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Were you kind? Yeah. Like, good on you. <laughs> they conned you, dude. <laughs> but like, are you both worried about your credit card information? No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, when something bigger than 20 bucks comes up, I'll report it. Yo, so my biggest problem with this movie... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Quick question. What is a deadfall? I just looked up conned. What's it mean? I, I, a deadfall... I'm, here's my educated guess. When, when you... Fake that you're dead. Mm. Like, you know how that's yeah. a big theme, yeah. how his dad. So, in the beginning of the movie, there's like a drug deal. And they shove the coke into their face. The drug <laughs> deal yeah. going, going wrong. back to the little chubby guy shoving coke in his face. And uh, it's basically a sting operation um, that goes wrong. Awry. Goes oh, awry. That's a good one. Uh, the, the lead character, <laughs> Joe, you know, is supposed to shoot blanks at his father. Um, but he shoots, he shoots, <laughs> he shoots real bullets at him and kills him. And I think his father does a dead fall. Got it. Um, so that's yeah. my educated like guess. Fall. I like yeah. that. So yeah, the definition I think that's right. of a con is, um, <laughs> persuade to do or believe something, typically use of deception. To believe something. <laughs> Do, did they make you believe that, <laughs> that you I could have bought it? I don't know. Maybe I did it did on they accident. they persuade you? Maybe. I don't know. Either way, I was conned for sure. Um, so what happens is Joe thinks he's he killed his father in this like sting operation <laughs> gone awry. Um, so then he, you know, before his dad dies, he tells him to go get the cake. 
and it turns yeah. out yeah. to be an actual like about statue that. of a cake. Go get the cake from his uncle Lou. So he goes mm. out to is it L.A. Who cares? Yeah, they sure. No, it's definitely L.A. <laughs> they, they go somewhere. Basically, he goes out to this place to meet up with Uncle Lou, but he meets Eddie. <laughs> Who is played by Nicolas Cage. And Eddie's like introduction where he's like, he just appears behind him and yeah. he gets him to pick a card. Yeah, take a card. And his take accent is so it's ridiculous. It's all over the place. Yeah. So I wanted you to try and defend his acting choices and his accent in this movie because I know you're a Nick Cage fan. What do you got? <laughs> Yo, this, I don't know if I can defend his accent. This one you might have to let him slide. Yeah. So I watched this with Jordan because we're best friends and I turned to him and I said... He has to be a person after this movie. Like he has to live go back with to this, his normal life. Yeah, he has yeah. to like live with this choice and then go back to being. What was it? You know, so I will back him on on one thing you told me, Joey, because you love Nick Cage and you were just like, people come at him like, you know, that people think you're ridiculous, right? And he's like, yeah, but I just like go out there and I like do what I think is best for the role and I have fun exactly. and like I just commit and that he definitely does. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Too he hard. says he like too approaches fun. acting like a musician would. Yeah, totally. music basically. So to prep for this, I watched like a twenty-six minute video on Nicolas Cage breaking down his yeah, most iconic the GQ roles. Thing yeah. on oh, I meant to watch that, that, but I didn't it get It was to. awesome. Because you, you see him, like, how he does get in the zone for each character and how mm-hmm. serious he takes it. Yeah. And, I, like, that made me respect him. I'm like, you know what? I fucking love this guy. He really like, does. Yeah. He, like, goes to, like, the directors and, like, mm-hmm. literally, like, tries to do as much as he can. Right. And it's cool. And he pulls from, like, old classics and, mm-hmm. and, and just, like... I don't know. He there's a lot that goes into him preparing for a role and actually doing it than people th- like give him credit. Yeah, he for. takes like just acting in film very seriously. Seems right. like I he s- could maybe be an asshole on set though, yeah. or like hard to work with. Fun. I know that he like improvs a lot to like to the detriment of the actors. Where they're yeah. like, dude, that's not the <laughs> 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 that's not even that. the right movie anymore. Yeah. But I saw something where like I guess up front so that he could stand out because you know it's always been competitive in the film industry and stuff, and he wanted to kind of separate from the family a bit, so he tried to take on like his own style and his own like accent I guess he or his own voice that. and things like that and he definitely when he, he also has like a ridiculous accent in a vampire's kiss too he does like yeah. a weird I don't even he's know nuts. what you would describe it both yeah. super successful movies yeah true <laughs> um, he yeah, says the vampire's kiss is one of his favorite that's movies that one he's of done. his favorite it's like that and face off yeah like the yeah. top two he did love face off and I can't completely blame him on this one because the directing and the writing and the filmmaking on this is like terrible yeah, oh, yeah. it's really terrible there are no the dialogue is off there are no transitions it's no. just like the uh, that's one okay scene ends and the next day goes and the next day was thanksgiving and, and, it's, like, yeah. what the and fuck it's the worst worst narration of yeah. any movie yeah. they I, narrate we're, what they just did. we were talking about this on the way here like there's just so like joe's character has just says like so much exposition yeah but then the thing happens he's yeah, like yeah, yeah oh it was lou's birthday and then they're at lou's house <laughs> two seconds later and the girl's bringing him out a birthday cake yeah, yeah no shit it's lou's birthday With plastic <laughs> ponies on yeah, the narration's say, so unnecessary we're trying to get this out for a yeah. while oh, sorry, sorry but <laughs> it is one of those things where um a movie? i feel like it's a one of the favors that he like he pulled for his brother like yo, yo, I, I believe. Yo, that. I one hundred percent believe that. Like Have his brother Googled doesn't direct too many movies. Like he's like, yo, but Nick. he hadn't been in a ton at this point, had he? It was like ninety ninety three. He's been a, he's been a he's decent. He's got a good yeah. amount. Of Richmond came out in ni- in eighty two. Yeah, here's yo, here's yeah. my thing. It's a favor. I That's agree with you, but we every <laughs> every bad movie we literally say they did it. <laughs> but is favor. the director always the brother of the? 
yeah. star yeah. actor. It is. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, need shit. to do That's yourselves a favor and Google the director of this movie. Christopher Coppola? Yeah. He is a character. One he really, looks crazy. One really weird thing is how Nick Cage looks on the cover of this movie is you not know, how he looks in the, the movie. The cover of this movie... It's just a picture of him. ...is... Very so misleading. Yeah, it doesn't. It looks, it looks like, like it'd be like sci-fi. sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Literally, Nicolas Cage wears sunglasses this entire movie, and he has a mustache. <laughs> yeah, and yeah it doesn't like, look like him at all. He I've seen like he has a stroke half the time, where his like face is hanging down. And he has oh, a, no. he, actually, he actually wore a prosthetic, he wore a prosthetic <laughs> nose for this movie that too. Did he? he also yeah. said "mommy" a thousand. Oh, uh, mommy, mommy, that was oh, weird. Mommy. And, he and he threw like fits mommy. and stuff. You want to fuck? You want to fuck? We fuck now. <laughs> Yo, he Yo. asks if you want to fuck so much every time something's going yeah. down. And then I'm follows also, it up with a "mommy." We're also gonna bring up Good and Plenty's guy who seemed really cool. Oh, Yo. Mr. Rock and roll, you wiggle and dance. First you turn blue, <laughs> then you shit your pants. Honestly. <laughs> He was a letdown. Oh, good and plenty. He was? Yo, <laughs> because I thought he would be do something cooler. Um, I'd say good and pen, good and plenties are kind of a letdown. Ooh. Yo, Yo, I agree. I love I agree. a good and plenty. To most I, people, but not to me. I, I love them. I love good and plenties. Yo, I love it. That's great. Uh, I feel like a fool. <laughs> You've been conned. conned. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, Perfect use of that. Damn, them. great con. I also looked up. I looked up what era uh, of of like David Lynch this was. So ninety was Wild at Heart with Nick Cage. Yeah. Ninety two was Firewalk with Me, and ninety five was Lost Highway. And like I feel like this movie was trying for that. Oh, oh it absolutely, oh, really? yeah. absolutely it, it was. See that. Like some of the weird, like obscure Lynchian. That was like my like second that. note about this movie. Yeah. Was that it was trying yeah. to be Twin Peaks? It was like it was well, not even Twin Peaks, but like his weird yeah. soap opery movies and stuff like that. And I don't know. Yeah. For sure. Also, this movie had a flashback 25 minutes in. <laughs> really? Of something that happened like 10 minutes earlier. Yeah. It was like the dad dying. He's like, get the cake. And then he gets to his Uncle Lou's and it's like the flashback of that scene that happened 15 minutes. Hey, they have well, to remind you. You're like, oh, oh my God, they have the same face. <laughs> also, is Uncle Lou his uncle? Because he says no. to him, Uncle Lou. And he's like, hey, 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 I like that. I hate, Lou or, is Mike. Me? Wait, wait, what? Isn't I it, thought it was his uncle. It's that the he thought he killed his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. his dad conned him into going to meet his uncle Lou, but Lou is Mike, and then that's what is revealed at the end. Wait, who is Mike? Mike is the dad. They're the same person. There's no Uncle Lou. There is no Uncle Lou. Mike faked his own death to con his oh. son. But it seems to like get his him son to like knew. be a part of the longer con. I Wait, thought, so, so there... I thought that his dad came back after all this time, and then yeah, yeah that's so what I thought. Oh, too. really? Because yeah. also, but I could be wrong. Because there's be a picture right. of those really two in with like mom. with the mom, and also Joe knew. Yo, I like that though. That's a good point. I thought I I had a hard time finding okay so after Nick Cage's character dies <laughs> I uh, fell, I fell out completely yeah, in the tragic sure. grease I accident? had such a hard time following what was going on after that yeah, there's but also I, no, no Wikipedia plot there's no Wikipedia one. plot I, to put it in I there, had to f- I, I found some like some like article about the plot and I'm pretty sure it had what I just said on there yeah. and that's where I pulled that from huh but yeah. see but I don't know. The photo uh, thing is. Yeah, I think we all got conned. We might all got conned. We all got conned into watching. Yeah, we did. 
Oh, um, let's talk dude, about Charlie's like Sheen. Seven, his hearts. like seven minute scene. Yeah, I didn't know the Sheen. The, the, the famous Hollywood families, the Sheens, the Fondas, and the, and the yeah, and they're all in this movie. Oh, yeah, for real. Don't forget about the Fonds. Sworn you said the Fonz. Henry was so. I have I have Fonzie Fonda. That Charlie Sheen looks older in this movie than he does now. Mm. Really? This is right around when Major League came out too, and yeah. he looks frazzled in that he movie. He looks yeah. rough. Yo, I thought he was the only person that killed his character in the whole movie. I mean, he did a good job. What game were they playing? <laughs> Hit <Grifters>. the ball. <laughs> Yo, I didn't know either. They're playing there pool. Were two balls. With no holes. <laughs> yeah, there were no pockets. To game to twenty-five. <laughs> what <laughs> game is that? Yo, also, is it just bill? Is that what billiards is? Up a lot. <laughs> Nobody acts like that in a pool hall. <laughs> also, it wasn't a pool hall. It was just a room with a pool table with no holes in Doesn't it. Doesn't he have like a press-on silver fingernail in this Probably. movie too? Like amongst all his other of? like uh, accessories. Well, he has a cool glove that he, he wears. With like the pinky cool and the gross. ring finger yeah. sticking out. Nothing's crazier than the man in the basement with the crab arm. Oh, oh yo, shit. Dr. Lime. That's a dude from uh, Phantasm. He plays tall man. That was the dude that I thought was like the cutsman from Nintendo or something. I was like, "What is happening?" Like, Wait, who's going? the crab arm man? The guy who had like a the golden the old the old guy like, in like the basement of the uh, yeah, pool me, hall. There was a moment where I checked out in this movie. Bailey, I don't know if like you rem- if you remember this, but back on uh, episode nineteen of Film Friends, uh, the episode I wasn't on, yeah. but Mike was. So Mike wouldn't remember this. Did we talk about Major you League? said uh, you weren't a fan of Charlie Sheen. At Whoa. all, yo! I, yo, way to listen to that episode. I wow. listened. I listened to <laughs> yo, it a couple I'm times not, back then. But I, yo, it was a pleasure seeing his face. Okay. In a bad movie, like I was like, oh, there's Charlie. Sheen. You were yeah. like, cool. you were like, oh, this is like a familiarity, yeah. basically, that I needed right now. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. you see his name in the credits, but then it's so far into the movie that you forget. He said, yeah. And when you, you see him, caring. it's like, oh, thank and God. It's <laughs> such an unnecessary role. He said, yeah. call me Fats. <laughs> There was also a dude when Nick Cage is losing his shit in the bar and screaming and blah, blah. Some dude just yells, sit down. Oh, yeah. It's so yes. good. Yo, how Thank does everyone you. feel about the baby? Oh, oh yo. yo. Baby was baby cool. Was the baby cool. was tight. You got to jog my memory. He's the guy in the club that owes uh, oh, baby. Lou the money. Baby. Yeah. I love him. His necklace <laughs> I was thinking of actual rules. baby. I, was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> what you say? His necklace rules, and I love that he says lollipop, and they give him a Tootsie Roll pop. And, then, and they Joe's, say cherry, and he says, you know, baby. Joe's, oh, yeah. Joe's approach to like just getting the mo- like pretending to get the money out of him, he's like, just go uh, outside yeah. and like high-five me or whatever. Yeah. Um, I have a really weird fact. Nick Cage reprises his role as Eddie in a movie from last year called Arsenal with Adrian Grenier. What? I would love... Yo, I wonder if he puts it on. Temper your expectations. You would love to see that. (laughs) Yo, I I would love to see that, though. I would love to see him revisit that. Eddie is bonkers. Like a bonkers character. Also, Adrian Grenier is a fox. Like, here he is on the cover. (laughs) Yep, that's, that's straight cool. up Yo, him. That's him. Is that Even like the, tea like, in the background, the yo, final level. He's also dead, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. He had a tragic grease accident. Oh yeah, his face. His melts face got off. his like hair falls off, that's which it was a wig, obviously. But oh, I knew that was a wig from choice. the beginning. You could tell. It's just so <laughs> well, plastic looking. Well, they didn't con me on the wig. Like, that's <laughs> the we all got conned. Let's face it. But I, I, I was trying to find out if his brother had anything to do with that movie, and he doesn't. 
that I can tell. Christopher? Is that, do you think Nicolas Cage like gets a call, hey, we want you in this movie, and he's like, hey... I'm gonna bring back. One we of my want guys. you in this movie, but we don't really know what to do. Have I you do? Just like, I got just the thing. <laughs> I'm bring back the character from 1993. Oh, that's a great Nick Cage. Thanks, bud. Say, uh, Viva la fucking France, man. Uh, yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's probably my favorite that's line. That's my favorite. Yeah. Line. I think Jordan waited for that moment and then just stopped watching. After that <laughs> yeah. Really You're like, this is it. This is it. I have to go get a stuff me up because of my. <laughs> I do love it when his face gets fried, though. That's like Ooh. very like B horror movie. Yeah, oh, it, is. it feels like Dead Alive or something, it like does, Peter yeah. Jackson style horror. Yeah, yeah, true. I honestly was like into like I was like paying attention to this whole movie. Ooh. Yeah, you were. When I was like, you're oh, glued. Why did he do that? Because he did this, and I like was like kind of following the thread as much as it would allow me to follow the thread. Yeah, I'm gonna admit it. something. The character of Joe and the guy who played Joe. Not that bad. Play Joe. Ooh. I like Joe. I like the lead character. Oh. I didn't like this movie. I'm pretty sure that Mike and... I'm, this is coming back to me now. That Mike and Lou are the same person because doesn't Mike reveal at the end that he paid Diana to be like a part his of the yeah, whole to con? Look like the to mom. look like the mom. He basically paid this girl to like have sex with his son mm. <laughs> to... uh yeah, perpetuate I a long con. All that, so they could drop all the money on the slow-moving carousel that happens to look like his mom at the same time. Uh, what an Oedipus Oedipus complex. Or yeah, like what was going on with the carousel? Or? He just then he just like also, say goodbye to his where dad. Did it then come from? <laughs> who's the dude that wants yeah. to fuck his mom? <laughs> the Joe, the guy from Terminator. The psychologist is that Freud? Freud? Uh-huh. <laughs> He didn't Freud. want to do it, but he said everyone wants to. Though. If it was his theory, he wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, that is true. Christopher Coppola doesn't look like the way I thought he Yo. Oh, he's, he looks, he looks, like, looks like a biker. Or he something. looks straight he looks up like, the, like he should look like. Looks like he works movie. at a used tire shop. <laughs> he looks like that guy from Falling Down that keeps saying a bunch of weird stuff in the gun shop. <laughs> the Nazi guy. <laughs> it might be him. We don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Honestly, I was like in for the ride i hated the ride so for the listeners you could tell this movie makes no sense pretty bad um if if you want to see maybe one of the more bonkers role that nick cage takes so yeah rotten tomatoes gave it a big fat goose egg (laughs) (laughs) so you know it's certified Um, now what what was your initial rate Have, have you guys seen this movie before i hadn't seen it before did you see him like? No. Okay. <laughs> it's been on my watch list for a long time. Now, what was Do your you initial rating, <laughs> and what is your rating now that we hashed it out? Uh, I guess I'll start because you looked at me when you asked the question. <laughs> uh, I gave it a one, and I'm. I don't usually do half points but i'll bump it down to a 0.5 <laughs> oh. i really i did not like this but like the fact that i couldn't remember most of the details as we were talking about it and i watched it yesterday did not bode well is that yeah. out of five is that where you're out of, ten. Out of, ten. Out of ten i'll get you know actually you know what i'll give it a one Ooh, oh bumping thanks. it back up. bumping it back yeah. up yeah <laughs> yeah nice. did you just con us <laughs> yes <laughs> snip snap snip snap <laughs> um I'll give it a uh, a hot two point three, just for its um like room vibes and like it's funny and like Nick Cage is like entertaining at the least. Some might call it a laugh riot <laughs> with the black comedy of Tennessee uh. Williams. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Bailey famously doesn't have an initial <laughs> rating, so uh, that's true. Um, yes, I would give it like a. 
I gave it a, on Letterboxd, I gave it a two and a half. So I guess that equates to like a five, but I would probably drop it down to a four now. Don't let us, don't let us influence you. No, the more I think about it, I think I was just caught up in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Caught up in the cage. I mean, Nick Cage is pretty great in it. Yeah. I love conned. it, but yeah, <laughs> I guess He's I got conned. <laughs> um, I think initially I gave it like a, I didn't write it down. Yeah, this is the first episode I didn't take any notes. Welcome to the club. Thanks yeah. for trying, dude. I, I feel know. like, well, no. So episode here, 50, he just throws the shit out here's, the window. Here's why. One, we're celebrating. It's episode 50. Two, you and Joey, you guys know your shit, so I'm not worried about it. You know what I mean? Cool. Um, so I came in here freewheeling. Free um, but I, I gave it around a 3.2 initially. Unfortunately, going to drop it down. Honestly, Mike not being into it <laughs> really influenced me. Sorry. Um, so 3.2 to 2.8. All I like about it is I like Nick Cage's performance. <laughs> I don't even know it's, if I like his performance. It's crazy. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. It is. So I originally gave this a 3.1. But honestly, this movie was so bad that I enjoyed it. I'm bumping it up to a 3.4. Wow. Yeah, it's definitely the room vibe where it's Mm -hmm. like so bad it's kind of good sometimes. Dude, we get it. It has room (laughs) vibes. Does it have room sounds? (laughs) What's the running time on it? Isn't it like hour and a half, hour 40? Hour and 38 minutes. Yo, (laughs) I was just going to say it's an hour 38 because I paused it so many times. I feel like they could cut about 20 minutes. Yeah. I, I have to say this now before I forget. Please. I'm still on Christopher Coppola's page. His quote is, I love smash cuts. And his his nickname is Biker Chef. Whoa. Well, yeah. He does look like a biker chef. Biker Chef, chef is my one. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, guys. Hey. We are in between movies. So, how's everyone feeling? I have to pee, but I'm so afraid to get up. I'm kind of thirsty. Um, There's more ice tea. Can I refill this? Are we chill was it chill if should i do we, that should we take a have you guys ever taken a break we've no. never taken a break but should we do one hey it's the 50th episode you don't get here without getting a little wild we're gonna take a break <laughs> what was <laughs> that are you pausing it we can pause it and resume it's fine we could just let it run <laughs> yeah let's let it run all right that's oh just have some good uh ch- like break talk maybe uh We'll put in like a Nicolas Cage monologue. I can read nine bizarre facts about Nicolas Cage, an article by mentalfloss.com. Sure. Fact number one, a naked home intruder ate a fudgesicle at the foot of his bed. Fact number two, he was the victim of a massive comic book heist. Number three, he bought a pyramid tomb. Number four, he slept in Dracula's castle. I saw that pyramid. Number five, he accidentally bought a stolen dinosaur skull. Number six, he bought the world's most haunted mansion so he could write a horror novel. That was true. Number seven. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw that mansion. Number seven, he once tripped out on mushrooms with his cat. Damn. Number eight, he sh- number eight, he showed up to a Nicolas Cage film festival. Sick, right? Real, real wacky. And then The number- story about him doing mushrooms with his cat is pretty funny. <laughs> he, he's told it on like Letterman or something. Yeah. And then number nine, a Japanese corn snack used his likeness without his permission. That's why I thought you, would re- you were reading this. I article. just got it from Google. So those were uh, definitively Mental Floss's Nine Bizarre Facts About Nicolas Cage by Jake Rosson. Do you need a refill? 
I think You're I'm good. all right. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I went to his uh, tomb thing in New Orleans. The pyramid tomb. I wanted thing? to go when yeah. I went, but it's I weird. didn't. It is weird. You have to like book a tour because you're not allowed to just. Wander yeah, that's why the... I didn't. Do I didn't it. go to his tomb. I went to the house that he bought that haunted and house. I don't think he, he sold, sold it, it two years later. He sold it, and he didn't like sleep at it. Yeah. He would like he just... cross the street every night and sleep because it was so. I mean, the, it's the, the world's cr- most haunted building. The crimes that went on there are like insane. They tortured, murdered slaves, yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. He was like big about buying houses and weird yeah. properties he buy a for a while. Or something? He, he owns a, like nine homes around the U.S. and he like bought, giant cities, but then also he owns bought like a, castles. He all, he also bought like a fake castle in the U.S. Oh, to get right. like yeah. so he could like have a real castle moved oh, there or something in its place, but yeah. it just didn't happen. Didn't he we? he only has like t- he has like a cottage now and has like a house in LA, or Vegas. Yeah, what was up with you tagging me as the Joker on Facebook? Who, I just who? tagged you, Eric, and Ian as no, a I like it, Joker. Who was I? Who is Joaquin, that? man? Oh, that's Joaquin. Yeah, yeah, oh. dude. You didn't see the new. Uh... Yo, do you live under a rock? Bro? Yeah, what the fuck is yeah, wrong I live with under you? Iran. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that was like the Cesar Romero one or something. That's what he looks yeah, like it's... as the Joker in the new one. Who is yeah. Cesar Romero? Yeah. Cesar Romero is the dude from the '60s Batman. He's the original oh, Joker. Cesar Romero, the he the dog whisperer. No, he's a homosexual dude. That's from, Caesar he's Milan. He's like a famous Hollywood dude from the '60s. <laughs> played the Joker on the Batman series. I remember. Yo, that. Um, good. If we're <laughs> if we're back, I don't know if we're back or not yet. But um, we're not back yet. Could he draw in the third grade, Mike? Uh, I have something I want to say when we're I back. I was gay because I could draw. <laughs> Jordan's. Um, I talked about that break. the entire drive. I talked about that. Dude, that made. Did you talk about made, it on the entire drive? That made me laugh so hard <laughs> when I was listening to that the other day. <laughs> In the third grade, I thought I was gay because I could draw. My uncle was, and I blah, blah, blah. But, and my but room then, was straight. And my room was straight. But then my mom was like, wait, you like girls since before pre-K, and you're good at baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, these are real Macklemore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought I was gay because I could draw. But then my mom was like, no, nah, dude, you crush pussy for three years now since pre-K. <laughs> what? Yeah, those. it's it's actually like a pretty pro-gay song, which is cool. But the yeah. intro the way it starts is bananas. loses you a little bit. In the third grade, I thought I it was thought gay I thought you were just telling me like a story that happened in your life to the cadence of a rap. No, those are real Macklemore. Macklemore song, yeah, happened in his life. Mike, did it happen to your life? I could draw in third grade, but I didn't think I was gay. <laughs> Guys, we're out of iced tea. Sorry, I'm tea. We still running? You're yeah. still running. Yo, I have something to say when we're back. I'm gonna interrupt real quick so I can get the scripts out. So get it out quick. Okay. Um. um <laughs> no, no. When, when we come back. When we come back. Oh, okay. And we're back. Hey. Bailey, Morality. Bailey. <laughs> Over the break, you you were saying there was an elephant. Yo, in the okay, room? there's an elephant in the room. Oh um, my god! <laughs> no, there's actually not. Uh, Christopher Coppola, the director. Mm-hmm. Um, the little chef? fact about him: he was on an episode of Cats 101 on Animal Planet with his cat Otto. A A U T O or O T T O? O T T O. Cool. Chris so, Coppola has pretty cool. Looks huh? More like an Otto <laughs> yeah. than a Chris. It's pretty cool, huh? You're absolutely <laughs> right. He wow, named his cat a, what he should have been named. That was exhilarating. Yo, everyone needed to know that. You All did. right. So it's come to my attention that you guys have never seen an Adam Sandler revenge role. So I'm going to direct you to the following script that I found online <clears throat> called Almost Thanksgiving from the year 1998. Again, it can be found online. Ugh. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> this is a out, special treat. I'm handing out some screenplays. Jordan, I'd like you to do the stage directions. Okay. Kate, you're going to play the character Adam Sandler. Very good. Bailey, I'd like you to play Peter Dante, Adam Sandler's friend and collaborator. 
uh, the quarterback from The Waterboy. And so many more. I already found a typo. <laughs> and so uh, many yeah, more. Yeah, you probably did. I didn't write it, though. You so. spelled Samler wrong. Uh, Joey, <laughs> you're going to play Nicolas Cage, and I'm going to play Patricia Arquette. Um, and Joey, you can read the tape recorder part, too. Um, oh, this is good. I spelled Sandler wrong? Where? Yeah, right um, here. Sa- Sandler. I know. Uh, someone else been, that wrote yeah, must have spelled sorry, it wrong. When you were transcribing. <laughs> um, Are my lines as tape recorder? Yeah. I okay. like... Um, whoever, whoever wrote it definitely had a head cold and wrote it at, like, midnight. Yo, the font's cool. It's, like, real, like... Yeah, it's a legit, you know? Yeah, did you write this in Notepad? <laughs> no, I didn't. I found it online, though. Um, and, then, just, and then he uh, imported it to Notepad. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's I, I love that it on it's... Amazon's story writer. Yo, does, does yours have the the director's note on page? Don't skip ahead. <laughs> should um, we try accents? Bailey, Bailey's a method actor, <laughs> oh, yeah, you should though. Definitely, definitely try and do it in your best accent. Um, Is yours stapled oh, really well? I don't even know about... I don't even yeah, know. the state, the quality you know Peter of the Dante staple. Is oh, yeah, you kind, you could figure it out. Hey, what's up, Mr. Cheezel? I feel like that's yeah. what he says in uh, hey. the film Grandma's Boy. <laughs> okay, so just for the listeners here to calibrate you guys, it's true. We're about to do this found script. You found this on the internet? Yeah, Jordan, you claimed that you had ne- you were going to write a screenplay. So I feel like it might have been you that wrote this, but you guys had said you'd never seen Sandler in, a, in, a, in an action role, in like a revenge role. So here we go. So I did some research and I found one from 1998. Yeah. Apparently it's called Almost Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was my dream and it seems like a dream has come true a little bit. I think Mike <laughs> found these in the toilet in the bathroom when he went to pee. It's weird that you said it's from 1998 when it's dated 9-19-2018. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we'll, maybe, we'll, we'll, maybe the program automatically does that. I don't know. All right, Bailey, I, I heard you're a method actor. Do you need to do anything to get into character? Um, no, I'm good. This okay. one's for all the aspiring actors. Yeah, yeah the aspiring actors. Do we have to say our names? What do you mean? Well, I'm Matt. <laughs> yeah. You mean like when you read the part? No, 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 no. You just, it's just like a, it would be in the movie. It's, it's like, just like a table. Right, but I mean beforehand. Like, we have to say No, you don't have this. No, no. You're Adam uh, Sandler. Wait, wait. Kate is Adam Sandler. That's what I'm talking about. Bailey, you're Peter Dante. Joey, you're, you're Nicolas Cage. Mike is Patricia Arquette. And Jordan's doing the stage directions. I have a quick question. Literally okay. the first thing i have to read there yeah what does ext stand exterior for? okay got it Come we're on. good to go sfx will mean sound effects <laughs> things like that got it okay you guys ready this is almost thanksgiving volume one exterior <laughs> a coffee shop in hollywood the date is tuesday november 3rd 1998 adam sandler and his buddy buddy peter dante are exiting the coffee shop Halloween decorations still litter the storefronts, even though Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Man, I, <laughs> I am psyched for the premiere of The Waterboy this Friday, November 6, 1998. I think we're going to have a hit on our hands, Sandman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I love it when you rhyme stuff like that, too. <laughs> You're my best friend. This is going great. <laughs> And we're going to get so laid afterward, it's going to be off the hook. Dante is interrupted by Sandler's stone-cold silence. In his best outraged late 90s Sandler accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to read that. I heard your Sandler accent last week, Kate. Come on, you got a great one. My Vespa scooter! Look at this! Ah, come on, man. There's no ma- major damage. That's just a little nicky. 
Sandler, now on one knee, looks up and pauses. Hold that thought. Sandler pulls out a pocket-sized notebook and quickly scribbles something in there before putting it back into the inside pocket of his shitty windbreaker. He looks terrible. Looks like there's something taped to the passenger side mirror, bud. You better check it out. It's a tape recorder. They huddle close and hit play. Hello, Adam. Your future friend Andy Sandberg is being held captive in our lair. We request you meet us at 6724 Hollywood Boulevard with a briefcase utterly filled with money if you ever want to see your precious Andy alive ever again. Ta-ta. Sandler spikes the tape recorder to the ground and utters some gibberish. They've taken everything from me. I mean, that's my Vespa. That's my boy. You don't... Wait. Sandler reaches into his Yankees windbreaker again and scrawls in his pocket notebook. You don't mess with the Zoe. Ugh, hang on. Sandler writes in his notebook again. The camera zooms in on Sandler's notebook. It says diary with a line through it, journal with a line through it, and finally in big bold letters, future script ideas. I guess I should just keep this thing out, eh? (laughs) Dante and Sandler laugh as they both jump onto the Vespa at the same time and ride away. (laughs) FX. (laughs) A wipe similar to the one from Star Wars. Cut two. The 101. Sandler and Dante are riding like the wind. This goes on way too long. The viewers wonder why the director kept this particular scene. <laughs> FX, another Star Wars wipe. Uh. Cut to 6724 Hollywood Boulevard. Sandler and Dante dismount the Vespa, preparing for the biggest test of their friendship ever. They do a long involved secret handshake as they walk up to the door. The doors creak open as they approach. Men appear behind each of them with chloroform rags. Close-up shot of... Oh, there's a director's note. (laughs) Close-up shot of Dante swooning. Sandler's eyes go crossed. Synchronized, they fall backwards into the arms of the henchmen. Should we read the director's note? Director's note. Add a very vulgar sex scene here. (laughs) Yes, sir. Interior? Mm Mm-hmm. 6724 Hollywood Boulevard. Did I mention this is a Scientology center? Well... It is. Lights up. Patricia Arquette sits in a throne of diamonds with Nicolas Cage at the foot of the throne. Cage is holding the briefcase. Well, well, well. Hello, boys. (laughs) Happy to see us. Sandler comes too. Special effects. (laughs) That sound it makes in cartoons when they shake their heads to see straight again. The camera shows their left hands to reveal that Arquette and Cage are indeed a married couple. Definitely not divorced. Andy Samberg is straight chilling, probably playing GoldenEye on on N64 on a beanbag or something. Andy, Andy! Why can't he hear me? He's distracted by the impeccable graphics of the Nintendo 64 console. The 64-bit central processing unit is holding him captive. Where does it say that? (laughs) Mm, Improv. (gasps) Eh... I guess I'd better cut him a break. He did just graduate high school. I wonder if he keeps in touch with Chelsea. Peretti, of course. <clears throat> Don't you know why we're doing this? Don't you want to know our tasty, tasty motive? You see, we didn't like the way Alexis Marquette was portrayed in your recent film, The Wedding Singer, which, gro- <laughs> which grossed 
$21,917,127 opening weekend. Yeah, and we want some of that sweet cash, the green stuff. Dante still isn't awake. <laughs> Sandler slaps his face. Come on, buddy, wake up. I need ya. Dante is not waking up. Sandler checks his pulse. You killed him! You bastards! And all this for what? The insurance money. We, we just, just told you. you. Cage and Arquette are dumbfounded. Is Adam Sandler really this dumb? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look at his outfit, and honestly, look at the movies he makes. Meanwhile, Sandler gives Dante a wink. He's not really dead. Thank God. <laughs> this was their plan all along. Some might call it a con. They both jump up and begin kicking some ass. Sick em, boys. Lackeys approach from all angles. Sandler uses his pen to poke a guy in the eye, then steps on his toe and pushes him over Dante, who is bending down behind him, table topping. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. Dante swipes his foot and trips another guy, tying two other lackey shoes together in the process. People are slipping on banana peels and bumping heads. Sandler gives one of them the classic Three Stooges eye poke. Last but not least, Sandler and Dante do their secret handshake. It distracts everybody long enough for Andy Samberg to tie the lackeys up with the N64 controller wires. Cage and Arquette are about to get away with the briefcase, but the henchmen from the front door scene are blocking the doorway. Move, you little runts! Don't you know who we are? We're incredibly powerful. This buys enough time for Sandler, Dante, and Sandberg to surround them and set the record straight. The henchmen's executioner-style masks are pulled off in close-up shots, one by one, revealing David Spade and Rob Schneider. I should have known it. The dream team. (laughs) And they were working for us the entire time. (laughs) The dream team high-fives and jabber jaws. And we would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling comedians. The cops arrive inexplicably <laughs> fast, God bless you, Thank you, and escort Nicolas Cage and Patricia Arquette to a maximum security prison. Dante, Sandler, Sandberg, Spade, and Schneider all are marveling over the fact that four of their last names begin with the letter S, and, <laughs> and Dante feels kind of left out. It's almost like they forgot the events that just transpired but mere moments ago. There's a lightning flash in the distance and the camera begins to pan toward the sky. The title card pops up as the credits roll. The title card reveals Almost Thanksgiving, the worst short ever written. Shabadoo. The end. Wow. What a waste of time, right, guys? (laughs) Dude, do you think Kevin James was mad he wasn't in it? 1998, Kevin James didn't really know the Sandman yet. He was gonna Did be, Andy yeah. Sandberg? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it's his absurd. boy. That's his boy, that's his for boy. sure. How else are we going to get that genius pun in there? Uh, well, no, hey, it was uh, going to be Kevin James instead of Peter Dante, but, you know, all the little Nicky and the... Yeah. Yes, sir. Thanks to whoever wrote that. I don't know. It's a shame they're not going to get credit. Yeah, real shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, huh. I do have to say... You have a good Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> also, I went to a bar that Peter Dante goes to like almost every night when I was in LA, and apparently Damn. my friend has seen him like having sex with multiple women in the alleyway. Do they have his picture on the wall well, there? Uh, they might actually. It's like a every bar. night. Now huh? the night you went was he there? <laughs> he wasn't there that <laughs> night. Putting up some numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Is it his bar? Uh, yeah. Now I have a question for you. Getting back to your uh, Nicholas Cage impersonation. What movie did you channel from? Like, what Nicolas Cage character? Was it Trespass? It had a lot of Trespass. It was was more more modern, I think. Uh, Like Joe? 
Yo, Joe's great. Joe's a great movie. Uh, it was probably more of like a season of the witch or a trespass oh, era. Oh <laughs> you know what I am curious about? What's your height? What's your weight? All right. So this week we are doing height, weight, birthday, sign, and penis description. What is your penis, I guess? <laughs> Good sign. What is your penis, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> so Mike guessed that he is six foot, 190 pounds, born on 1-7-1964, he, his sign is a Capricorn bitch, and his <laughs> ween is understated. <laughs> Ooh. I didn't put it. Nice. I don't think a Capricorn bitch. He's <laughs> no, a Capricorn bitch. <laughs> There's no comma. It's just Capricorn bitch. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> um, Bailey said that he's six feet, one inch, 190 pounds. Dude. Scorpio. Big penis, very large and crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's got a mind of its own, that thing. Jordan said he is 6'4", 205 pounds. He was born on 420, 1969. He's a vertigo, baby. His penis is curvy and crazy. <laughs> Yo, Jordan, crazy. I looked up, up uh, 420, 69 birthdays. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta, somebody I'll better make it one. big in their late, <laughs> late years. Um, Joey said he's 6'2". 100, 205 pounds. Oh, so you guys both guessed 205. We both guessed 190. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, it's um, one or the other. His birthday is December 26th. He's an Aquarius. His penis is <laughs> less than mark. average girth, slightly long. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> so like a chide. <laughs> so he is six foot. Nice. So that goes to Mike. He's 100 and... Oh, nice to six one. Okay. Yeah, you're right. He's 198 pounds. Ooh, right, yeah. right in the middle. I don't like in the middle, yeah. <laughs> and he was born 1-7-1964. Mike already knew that, so boo. Yeah. Boo. I didn't look it up, but I looked it up. So, <laughs> he shared the day after my birthday, so I was like, oh, cool. Uh, so that's true. true. So that makes him 54, and he is a Capricorn bitch. Damn right. How's his ween? <laughs> I, you tell me. Um, I understand it. <laughs> His day, his birthday is the day before Elvis's. So you have Elvis's birthday. No, yours. <laughs> My birthday is two days before Elvis's birthday. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> nice. I'm really bad at math. That kind of ties into his dating history a little bit. Mm-hmm. I sure imagine we'll get to that. Oh, good. He, he, dated, <laughs> so, he dated Elvis. <laughs> he was born in. Him on the toilet. He was born in Long Beach, California. Hmm. Um, the ice maker's going. <laughs> And he now lives in Las Vegas. Um, can you quiz us on it? Can you quiz us on it? On what? On it. On Las Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Do they play poker um, there? Do you want to guess what his favorite movies are? Oh, oh face cl- off. <laughs> Clockwork Orange is one of them, I think. Um, Nosferatu. <laughs> he does talk about that in that YouTube video. He does video. talk about that. Wizard of Oz. Is that all the guesses? Yeah. yeah. So Clockwork Orange is correct, and so is Wizard of Oz. He also likes East of Eden, um, Streetcar Named Desire, and 2001 Space Odyssey. He really pulled for some obscure ones there, huh? Yeah. Uh, his inspiration was James Dean to act. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, 
It's true. <laughs> it's not untrue. <laughs> well, because the Luke Cage thing is on here, too. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he once owned a pet octopus. Um, he's a tattoo of a lizard wearing a hat on his back. That's sick. Real weird. <laughs> he bought 22 cars in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. That's sick. And he, he loves reptiles so much that he brings them on set to pet them to relax himself. Ew. Can I read you a couple yeah. that I found, too? Yeah, He's please. definitely eccentric, and yeah. I kind of love it. Yeah. He was a close friend of Johnny Ramone, so he's probably got some problematic political views. <laughs> uh, he was once bailed out of jail by Dog the Bounty Hunter. That's <laughs> that awesome. And his highest paid movie was $20 million, gone in 60 seconds. Wow. That checks out. He was offered the role of uh, Green Goblin in Spider-Man. Oh, that would have been sick. Yeah. first one. Probably got a tattoo of that in his back, too. Probably. Yeah, apparently uh, one of our former guests... Mentioned that he was also going to be in a Superman movie. Yeah, by He's, Tim Burton. Yeah, and like Kevin Smith. Oh, wrote that was like the, the he like did a fitting for the suit and everything. Mm-hmm. There's like pictures. There's like a. They were making a documentary about it. I don't yeah, know if it came that was out like or not. The Tim Burton Spider Man movie is kind of like infamous for never actually being made. It was like. Superman. Or, yeah, sorry. Su- yeah, that. Right. Wrong universe, Mike. One of Sorry. his kids is named after Superman. What's his name? Superman. No, his, kid, his, his, his kid's Superman? his kid's name is like is Cal M, which is like oh. Superman's like on planet, like his oh. own planet name. It'd be cool if he named his kid like Superman. Superman. <laughs> yeah. That'd be sick. His middle name is Dat-ho. <laughs> Very good. Oh man, Very his, name good. Is, his son's name is Christopher Reeve. <laughs> Yo, is it hot in here? Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. My back I think is sweet. Yo, it actually is hot. We you can't put the fan on the studio because it. Uh, I'm cold. Becomes a detriment to the sound. But let's cue the music. We knew it. Much like his wiener, but also like slightly out of the Now we're talking here. Yo, I might show. I might try a new site, a new source. Nah, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, I was gonna say. Look out for episode. Look out for episode nine, baby. (laughs) A month and a half. (laughs) All right, uh, you guys ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, good. (laughs) Um, The first notable relationship I see here. In my sources is uh, Sarah Jessica Parker in 1991. Mm. SJP. It's only it's rumored. Can't Who can't is that? Yeah, confirm but or deny. The rumors, the city. rumors are always really? juicier to Matthew than Broadway. the truth. Mm-hmm. Is that? Oh, Dude. I'm thinking Sarah Jessica. Yeah, I know. Okay. And then uh, girl looks like a foot. He. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Whoa! It's a family guy joke. Hot take. <laughs> Okay, dude. Retracted. And then he uh, <laughs> he was married to Patricia Arquette from '94 to 2001. That from like that, fits. from almost Thanksgiving. Yeah, they have a kid together. Wait, maybe he might have a kid with a different <laughs> with a, a girl before whoever. Are you doing his accent right now? No, I just have a popcorn in my teeth. Yeah, you oh. can't break out of it. That's where he got his idea. He had popcorn stuck in his teeth. He's like, "This will be my accent." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, from I might be. It might not be salad? Patricia Arquette. He has a kid with uh, Christina Fulton. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> <what I'm thinking. laughs> he dated her a couple of years before, but 
Um, he did Lisa Marie Presley after Patricia he Arquette. Did? Wait, yeah. what? They were, they were married, weren't they? They were straight up married. Yeah, well, that's what happens after you date. I was getting there. <laughs> but then what happened after that? <laughs> they got divorced. Uh, <laughs> it was only was for like three months or something, I think. Yeah, I mean, I have them. Uh, my sources say they dated for two years. Yeah. Can't, can't confirm or deny their marriage. I like, read that he proposed to Patricia Arquette on the first time he met her. And then like three years later, they actually hit it off and got married. Because she was creeped out by That's him. So gave, she was like, true romance. Him, <laughs> she gave him a list of stuff that she wanted him to do if they were going to be married or whatever. And he like did most of it. She was like, all right, he's actually freaking me out now. <laughs> she like, play this character, Eddie, that I came up with in a movie. <laughs> he did most of it. What was the stuff I feel like he didn't do? Is that I don't even know what the things are he had to do. So did that do you have that list, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> we'll dig into I it. Really we'll hash it out. Um, all right. And then after Lisa Marie... He uh, had a. There was a rumor that he was seeing Angelina Jolie in 2003. Seeing her. Seeing her. From a distance. Seeing her. Um, They might have been seen together. I'm not sure. What what do you think Billy Bob thought of that? I'm sure he didn't like it. I was not happy. (laughs) Oh, God. Yes, sir. And then he was uh, married to uh, Alice Kim Cage. (laughs) Did they already have the. Um, (laughs) (laughs) no, they did not. (laughs) That'd be pretty cool, though, huh? What a coincidence! Um, Yeah, he married this girl named Alice Kim. I guess (laughs) is that who he's with right now? Nah, they got divorced in 2017, and now he's currently single. Ready to mingle? I feel like Cage and Billy Bob Thornton are cut from the same cloth. Yeah, definitely (laughs) are. Yeah. For sure. So yeah, he's Ooh. on the market. Ladies. My Mercedes. Speaking of ladies, which we were, we have one lady in particular to talk about now in his next movie. And that movie is the 2018 masterpiece, Mandy. Uh, yes, it Bailey. <laughs> um, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage and Mandy are in love. Let's call her Andrea Riseborough. <laughs> Mandy. Uh, what's his name in the... Red. Red and Mandy red. are in love. Much like the color character. of the film. Yeah. yeah. If you like the color red, you will love this movie. If you like Nicholas Cage, you will love this movie. Um, so Red and Mandy are living in the woods. She's reading this book... He is, I don't really know what he does. He just kind of like chills. He's like a lumberjack. Yeah, he's yeah. like a, a lumberjack. Oh, yeah, he chops down a tree at one point. Okay, he's a lumberjack. Why is he in a helicopter at the beginning? Uh, to get, they drop oh, him to, off get to the, to the, the site. The other yeah. side of the road. <laughs> Why did just... across the road? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're in love. These weird uh, religious people come and kill Mandy, and then Nicolas Cage gets mad, and he gets his revenge. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Thank gonna, you. I was going to ask how spoilery we're going to get, but that, that uh, about, that about gonna, lays it out. I it's, mean, that's uh, like... It's been out since January 19th. Has it? That's what it says. What? No. Oh, like on like the yeah, film yeah. festival yeah. circuit, maybe. But right now it's out on... Video on demand. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's and is, is it still in theater? It just yeah, did sure that it one is. screening that I you really? luckily texted me that day, that one screening. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, I got that email through... 
River, Re- like Regal yeah, Regal or something. So both of you guys saw it in theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What was this movie like in theater? Uh, this movie should be watched in a theater. That's yeah. what I was for thinking sure. while, while I was watching. I was like, damn, this, I really wish I had saw The atmosphere and like the music and the, just the visual the is yeah. like the so surreal. were awesome. It's a movie yeah. that Yodorowsky would truly be proud of. Yeah. Like it's so psychedelic. It's amazing. You should awesome. see it high is what you're saying. Sure. I maybe. Sure. Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm Maybe. Say, the Riverview did some whack shit where I went there. You texted me like, you it's, know, it started already. It I got started there, at seven on the dot which with no previews. Yeah. Wow. And Mike was still online for snacks. So yeah. he probably missed like the first like 10 minutes. I missed the first minutes. 10 minutes. So when I rewatched it for the podcast, I like saw the first 10 and you yeah. don't, you were right. You were like, I, it's just tonal. You don't really miss much. How does yeah. the movie, oh, it's flying over the trees. How does it open up again? Oh, They're he's like working and then, um, you know, he goes home and he like comes up behind her while she's like drawing and like tells the Eric Estrada joke. Oh, I yeah. love Yo, that I part. love that Eric Estrada from joke. Chips. Yeah, but it, but it does open with that poem. Oh, yeah, which is kind of weird. Too. It, that's you know the story on that poem. Apparently, that's like some last words of like a of a guy, some like fame, not, maybe not so famous or famous, like serial killer or something. That was like his last words before he got like executed or something. Whoa. He was executed yeah. on four twenty two thousand five. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. That's what's uh, up. When I die, bury me deep, lay two speakers at my feet, put some headphones on my head, and rock and roll me when I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. This has a, This movie has a very like heavy metal vibe. Oh yeah. yeah. The, the Even soundtrack like, is done by uh Johan Johan. Rob Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob Zombie. Was this his last movie that he did before yeah. he died? Yeah. Who is this? Johan Johansson. He oh. did Mother. Like the oh. Mother. Yeah, he did a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I would say it's sexy metal for the first half. Really? And then gory metal for the second half. Uh, I like that. Do you describe. Yeah, please define the difference between sexy and gory metal. Are you talking about the music or just the... The vibe. Uh, the vibe. I was like... I'm on board. I thought you were talking about the music. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they also use a really good... There's really good use of, like, no music. Like, there are a yeah. lot of moments where there's just... Silence. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which movies don't do all that often. But you don't really notice it. I it, did. Like you do, but you oh, don't. Oh, you definitely do. Like, but it's not like annoying. I feel like sometimes when there's just silence, you're like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel yeah yeah it's a good point. But I feel like it's just like, it's like heavy metal guitar, but it's just like brooding and yeah. yeah. But it's like really it's this. It's like, like a doom song or something. Yeah, like a doom it's like metal very song. deliberate though too. It's yeah. like it, it's just for like it's perfect for this movie. I it's yeah. very Bill and Ted's bogus adventure when they go to hell. <laughs> um, Grim Reaper's there and everything. Visually though, it's insane. Beautiful. I haven't seen a movie that looks like this since Crimson Peak. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Yo, I, 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 what, I love what, that movie. Yo, visually, so do I. Visually, what movie can you compare this to? Really not ma- like a Yodorowsky movie where it's just like psychedelic-y, but then there's also... They have like cartoons interspersed, yeah. like almost mm-hmm. like yeah. that dude Bruno, who's like from Philly, that does those really like mm-hmm. heavy metal. Sasha Baron Cohen, Bruno. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, Bruno like Guerrero, that my wife. Uh, no, they're they're real like <laughs> real drippy and like yeah. I feel like it's it's yeah. like an LSD cult. Like splashes of color over thing. the. Well, yeah, it is image. an LSD thing, which well, I didn't a- really see that coming. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be a satanic cult. Which are they a satanic cult? I feel like they're no? like a sex. cult. They're just like some sort of like higher like 
of like a higher mind or something like right. thought they're chosen I or think they're an LSD cult. Yeah. I think it's just like, well, they're a, still like God I think, stuff. I mean, it's very much yeah, like a, 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 a play on like Charles Manson. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 He like yeah. writes music and yeah. Know, He's we'll like a fail, he like a failed musician took it a little too hard. Calls you know. his followers pigs. Yeah, exactly. True. I didn't even think of that. The followers do all the work. Yeah, like all of the work. Absolutely. He um, I, I will say the the leader Jeremiah, the leader of the cult, Jeremiah Sand. did not care for the name Jeremiah as the leader. Thought that was stupid. But I think it works. I thought the music that they wrote for the movie for the song he wrote could have been a song that already exists like oh, a lot of times do you like the carpenters written for a movie. oh yeah mm-hmm. a lot of times when they write music for a movie it feels hokey and it feels like yeah. shoehorned in but this mm-hmm. one felt like dead i felt yeah, yeah. to the point yeah. that i questioned it i was like i wonder if they really wrote this i yeah. even like i like the intro song by king crimson, king crimson. Yeah. yeah that song that's too. like the only like song right that's right. like not original like score that. in exactly. the whole movie i like that song a lot um, let's talk about Nicolas Cage in it because, well, first of all, his name's Red. The whole movie is red. And purple, yeah. like and purple. hues of yeah. red. I love, it kind of shares the same color scheme as, uh, yeah, I'm not going There's some now. green there, too. <laughs> yeah, there's, well, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely mainly red when the violent parts yeah. are coming yeah. and then the cult parts, uh, I don't know when it's purple. It's, it's like blue purple. At, and they're at their house when they're sleeping. A lot of the at LSD night. stuff is, is in purple. purple. Yeah. Blue, like, at, like when they're trying to sleep at mm-hmm. night. You guys just name colors? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> What's what you your got? favorite color? We got orange. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, oh, yeah. He gives a real like Wolverine vibe. Absolutely. This. Like the lumberjack is like such an. How did you like when he like makes the Galactus reference? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I, I said it before. It. Like yeah. he was like Galactus. I was like, oh, he wants to eat world. Yeah. He was, like, I want him to eat world. That was I cool. do love their little. Like he doesn't have. There's many, a lot of nods to stuff. He mm-hmm. doesn't have many lines of dialogue in it. Mm-hmm. Basically, no really when does. when Mandy's still alive and they're showing their relationship. And he's just, I guess he's a lumberjack, so he's exhausted at the end of every day. So their interactions are just like pretty laying brief. down in their in their house. Yeah, uh, yeah. Their there was one house. point he was sleeping. She woke him up to tell him this traumatizing fucked up story from oh, Josh. Story was a starling. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, dude, let him sleep. In her defense, he did say he was up. Yeah, yeah. He well, did. No, she said. She said you she up. She woke him up and said you were having a bad dream. Now let me just tell you about this time my dad tried She's, to get me to kill. She some. specifically said, "Are you awake?" Dream. And he said, "Yeah." Okay. In, um, in his defense, in she didn't have a weird dream where I don't know if it was her dream or his dream where he they were dreaming about a a little dinosaur. Oh, that oh. might have that been her threw dream. me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't really know where that fit in with anything. Nothing well, like connected, like where he gets to point A to point B to point C. Like there's no transition, but you just mm-hmm. kind of accept. But see, it. I like that. Yeah, That's what too. works about this. It's very movie. dreamy. That's yeah. the psychedelic, like under the yeah. black rainbow yeah. nature the, of it too. Is there's, there's like, like a tiger inexplicably. Yeah. Well, there's, like, there's but there's a tiger on his stuff. shirt. There is a tiger on his shirt. He. Andrew, I mean, I think the symbolism is that he is the tiger. He is the tiger. There's like exactly. I was reading a ton of theories about it, and we won't get super into it. But like when the tigers are the, when the, the main happy, the main one is that the whole movie is like. In just his head, right. and that, that these are all that part, and that, and that so much of this is just parts of him, mm-hmm. which I thought was wild. Love a nice dream movie, the tiger. Yeah, yeah. Probably I'd love to Lizzie know. Reference. I'd love to know the book she's reading, Mandy, mm-hmm. and then know how that story parallels because, like, what? it's pretty prominent that she's reading this like sci-fi fantasy yeah. book. Yeah. And I'm sure it has something to do oh, with the storyline sure. as well. There's like a part where she's like coming out of the water and like they do a pan in close of her face and her one 
pupil just gets larger and yeah. larger than mm-hmm. the other one. It's like, well, is that supposed to represent like planets, right? Like, uh, like yeah. one is larger than the other and just this growing immense feeling of space that yeah. they have, which is like a huge running thing through this is that like feeling of like growing space. Yeah. It's interesting. It's it's very, very just like surreal. Yeah. And as, as good as Nick Cage in this is in this, she's like yeah, she's amazing. Great. She's, she's great. It's very much her it's movie. Absolutely yeah. her movie. Yeah. I feel like uh, it's split really nicely into the first 20 minutes before it even cuts to a title card that says Children of the New Dawn. Yeah. yeah. And then it cuts to the cult. And then it's like 45 to an hour before it gives the title of the movie Mandy. Yeah. Which yeah. is like oh, that's yeah. after. I know. That's, yeah. It's like it's. It's and it's you know it's not in like three acts. It's just basically like two halves. It's like yeah. It's just it feels own. very much like two halves. Yeah. Even though there's like three title cards, there's something shadow in the mountain. Well, it's because like eighty three A.D. Then there's yeah. something else. Then there's one's Mandy. like exposition, and yeah. then it's well, and like she, and she dies at basically the halfway mark. Yep. Maybe yeah, that's exactly. why it feels like two, yeah. but like halves. Yeah. Her but death scene is intense. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That cult. Something uh, else. The Children of the New Dawn. Children of the New Dawn, baby. I forgot <laughs> Sick about, name of a cult. I forgot about Jeremiah's little freak out when he's laying on the on the couch just going like, leave me alone. And he's like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And he's like, bring me the next person, blah, blah, blah. What's, the old, what's the old guy's name? I wrote it down. Oh, uh, he calls him something. Bring me old something. The guy who <sighs> plays the Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yo, that thing is loud. Yeah, yeah, that thing is very yeah, love and a good. Then they drink that like LSD goop. Yeah, love a good Yo, uh, demon um, biker being summoned by a conch. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, what, what is? What that? are the? Who are the demon bikers? Are they just like boys with the people in the cold? They're like, actually yeah. they explain their backstories. Yeah, the, the dude, his neighbor is like the I dude saw from them, Predator in pain, and they fucking loved it. It's just like they're just like these dudes that are like these crazy so, in pain that live down by the yeah. river. What happened was they were like really into LSD, but the people who were selling it didn't like them, so they gave them a fucked up batch of LSD and it like mutated and it them. Mutated them, yeah. Oh, I thought they were. Gi- I thought the and now all they do is want that mutated form of the LSD. Yeah, because they definitely seem um, like alien-like <laughs> yeah. or like Yo. inhuman. Well, they're definitely like a nod to the probably the Cenobites from Hellraiser. I, I was going to say they had a cell rate. Well, because like survive. and even they they even like when they show up to I can't still can't remember the old guy's name, but to the cult yeah. they like want blood in exchange for their services blood for blood blood. yeah yeah hard but it was more blood they take that they take that little chubby blonde kid (laughs) who has no place in this movie he's like he's like the willy wonka oh this is glue (laughs) it's weird that they even needed to hire them to kidnap uh Mm. Nicholas Cage and Mandy, they're like, yo, we need these guys yeah. to come in. That's well, what like, I thought too. the weird little lizardy guy is pretty. I feel like he's like a loaded gun. Like, he yeah. could do oh, some yeah. damage. Yeah. He's yeah. crazy. Like, his jaw and making the yeah, gun. he's like doing like the licky crap. Yeah, yeah the... he had a real wrong turn vibe from yeah. oh, I yeah. swear, I think it's the he one. He creeped me out more than a lot of people yeah. in this yeah. movie did. The Demon Bikers remind. Have you guys seen uh, Hobo with a Shotgun? Yeah. They reminded me a lot of like the weird, like, kind of animatronic guys from that mm-hmm. um, they had that same exact vibe they had a very like big it was like Mad Maxi too yeah, in a they way did have a they were just like guar yeah, yeah they were guar um, also, um, so guar shows up he had the sickest bronco and it just crashed oh his yeah. bronco was sick yo mm-hmm. he took out the bikers pretty easily like, yeah, he took them out too first before easily. going to the cult that I was yeah. like 
Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But he did forge that weapon by himself. In his basement, Yo. prepared yeah. for it. Why did he that have that insane. mold? That yeah. mold, I know. How did he have that? Shout out Celtic Frost. That's yeah, it's apparently a, a part of the Celtic Frost logo. Um, there was a chainsaw fight that I loved. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which was and a little like in the beginning. That's like a Texas Chainsaw yeah. 2 thing. Because yeah. they or also had the, they had the, like, the light in that shot was like in the original Texas Chainsaw when he's like yeah. out in the road and he puts the chainsaw yeah. above his head. It was awesome. They also talk about Crystal Lake too for yeah. a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. she says that she's Lake. from there. Yeah. 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 A lot of nods. Also, so many nods. Swinging that extra long chainsaw around would not be easy. That oh, yeah. thing no. would be like hard <laughs> to wield. Yeah. Um, I thought this movie was broken up really nicely. Like the director had a really good he had good pacing where, you know, there were really intense moments, but then there were these little bits of like really like the cheddar goblin is obviously the, the, the funniest part, but like <laughs> there are just these little moments of like there's porn on the background of the TV during a yeah, so, like, yeah. these little things that just give you moments of levity because it's so dark. It's so heavy that mm-hmm. like you need to have these little releases. But during yeah. that porn scene, that guy had a metal penis that was stuck in the ground. It was like a and sword. he was doing an insane amount of cocaine. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Like, that's a parallel to the first movie we review where he puts it all over his <laughs> Yeah, face. true. Well, wow. The dude who was Commonality. The dude who was the chemist or whatever that was making the LSD wasn't using gloves either. He would be like zonked out. Like, yeah. like, it's, it's a very true. like surreal thing. It's not also, necessarily supposed to be taken quite literally. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, it's not. I agree. And I also liked how uh, he would mess with their voices. Everyone who would talk oh would, my God. would go low. Like, uh, this scene, yeah. My favorite scene of the whole movie is Jeremiah in the room talking to Andrea oh, Resbro. The- and his mouth is moving, Dude. but then it's not moving, and his and, eyes. Well, and his face blink. morphs into her face. Yo, that, yeah. that fucked me up. I yeah. was like, is yeah. it her? Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. That, was that, so that well. whole scene is like mm-hmm. it's pretty long. First off, it's but very like long. In, that is like one of the scenes in the theater that was just like it made you feel crazy. Yeah, and so gradual. I was yeah. so glad that no one like laughed when he derobes and stuff. They at least took it seriously. Like, because I feel like a dude's little dick popping out is like kind of funny. I think somebody might have. Really, I can't remember. Yeah, I like I. Was so in that I was like I didn't give a shit. What yeah, I mean, and she, she just you shake hu- it. Did you hush people if they? Yeah, hush. I stood up and I said, "Here it comes, here yeah. comes." If there we were- ever, if we ever do him for uh, this podcast, we will know what his penis looks like. So, yeah, true. There. There, this wouldn't be a Nicolas Cage movie though without a screaming, crying at the same time <sighs> scene. Yeah, but yeah. I love that scene because he's. It's honestly, it was a con. Wait, the scene of him, the scene of him when he's in like the barbed wire on the fence and he's like in anguish. No, when saying? he's in the bathroom and he's oh. post Cheddar Goblin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was a scene me of the Cheddar Goblin. I he's he like when he when they first when they leave after Mandy's been killed and Nick Cage gets himself down from like being tied up and he uh, walks back into the house and the TV's still on. The Cheddar Goblin commercial is on. For and mac and like, cheese, and it's, it's for like mac- macaroni and cheese. Uh, did you miss this? Uh, <laughs> it was made by uh, the guy that did too many cooks, like the adults. Yeah, I thought that was. Uh, I didn't know that until today, and I thought that was great. Sense. Um, you can buy a box of the Cheddar Goblin mac really? and cheese online. You can buy like a whole pack of like Mandy-related stuff, Give like me that the forty, shirt. like the forty-four shirt, and like Cheddar Goblin, like a Cheddar Goblin beanie and stuff. Yeah, that's sick. You ripped no, my that, shirt. That scene, that scene where he's drinking and crying and like holding his throat because he's. People laughed like during that. that scene in the theater, and it pissed me off. So that was much. good acting, I thought. Yo, I saw uh, from Roger e- RogerEbert.com, the dude reviewed it. He's like, it's going to be gifted and mocked to death, but it's actually a great bit of acting. 
a man not just mourning but actually in grief and literally yeah. destroyed like that's exactly how exactly, someone would react exactly, it's exactly, yeah. exactly how it would go like I thought it was so was, vulnerable yeah. and like heartfelt and like yeah. it was I don't know I took it as nothing but serious totally the scenes where when when Nicolas Cage is getting his revenge and like killing all the the three like demon bikers and then he moves on to the cult by the time like when his face is covered in blood and dirt and then he smiles and his yeah. eyes get big like I'm like, this is the role he's like, he's been trying to get to. And the director wanted him to play Jeremiah originally. Yeah. And Nick Cage like didn't want to do it, but the director like almost didn't budge. And apparently a year later, Elijah Wood reintroduced them or something. And then they like talked about it and it, they like both had the same ideas for the character and the way Nick, like talked about like some of the parallels in his life i guess somehow well, like really one what, I, who what, knows yeah, what what parallels but does he have you know uh and then it like completely changed who the director's it mind to be? i saw that as well i don't know uh, i don't know who yeah, they had in mind originally would have been good as jeremiah sands though too i don't i think I that dude was it would have I think jeremiah too. might be my favorite actor of the movie he was perfect. that guy is in a real cult i read oh, really? <laughs> like his 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 dad it like led a cult for Damn. forever so and now really he's a part of it too Damn. yeah Damn. yo two cult members were uh joe chill and batman's dad from batman begins must have been a real awkward family <laughs> true <laughs> yeah he's in that oh, but apparently it's a not so cool cult either <laughs> yeah like people have there's like testimonials of people like saying that it really like messed them up and stuff and well, i was uh-huh. like I guess all cults are kind of bad. There's some like oh, yeah. weird animal scenes in this movie. Yeah. Um, there's one where he like you look down, there's just like a ton of centipedes, mm-hmm. and yeah, then that's yeah. never addressed again. And she finds the deer, I the guess. The deer. This is all after Lizzie he's taken her an line. insane amount of the LSD that wrecks your mind. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. I, I think yeah. the end of the movie is he's fucking oh, turns him into a killing machine. Well, well, he does picture her, and oh, that part's actually oh, it's sad. sad. When he pictures her in the passenger seat. But and then she's it, got the scar on her face. There are like scenes in the movie where she, like he has a dream that she has that thing on her face when she's paralyzed. She has the scar she on has her face scar. in the beginning, yeah. but then yeah. when they like only put the his, bug in her neck, it's like more vivid. Yeah. I think she only has it in his dream or in her dream mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't. I think in real life she doesn't have it until she's paralyzed by that thing. I think he either has like a premonition in his dream. Really? Because I, I see thought she her had with it, it in the beginning. I of yeah, I think oh. she has it in the beginning. Okay. And, then, just like, and then when she's stung, it, it becomes healed. black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like healed over. It was very hard to okay. notice. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, we're not all. Yeah, I was getting a real uh, that girl from The Shining vibe oh, from her. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I get that vibe from her too. Yeah. yeah, big time. She's in a really cool short that the dude from that band uh, Islands directed with like uh, Michael Sarah and Tim Heidecker. It's called That Dog. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube for free. It's really great. She's cool. also great in Battle of the Sexes. She's probably like my yeah. favorite she was character in that. in that movie. Um, I I love her character so much in this, especially the part where Jeremiah's having her listen to the music right after she's been like drugged and uh, she starts laughing. She starts laughing because oh, yeah. she's like Mandy. The character is just so pure and mm-hmm. like incorruptible that like mm-hmm. nothing can get totally. to her. And mm-hmm. that that the moment where she laughs is like the icing on the cake. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. Even they have when, to kill her at that point, even basically. Even she's walking by the van. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. like a great moment. There are so many long, like, one takes, and but, like, they're one takes, but they probably have a lot of takes overlaid because it, like, blurs the line between, like, 
hallucination mm-hmm. and reality and like mm-hmm. you don't you don't really know what's going on it's it's, it's i was awesome. thinking about that like how many times do you think they had to film those scenes yeah. to like get that perfect yeah. overlay of those motions over and over yeah and over again. it's definitely if you don't do drugs this movie's gonna make you feel like drugs yeah <laughs> and if you do do mm-hmm. drugs do them before you watch this movie <laughs> i agree <laughs> then you're good to go you're probably stoked yeah there's a really cute lizard in this movie at one point oh there is you're i wonder right. if that's <laughs> one of nick cage's lizards i wonder if that too because he wakes up and it's on his lap and he looks at it and gives it like a smile and it gives a derpy smile back i'm like into that scene probably I thought, one of my favorites i thought that maybe the animated scenes could have looked a little bit better yeah. they kind of yeah. took, took me out yeah. of it a little they, bit I could have been, they take you out i could have done yeah. without them honestly i think they're supposed to be like a heavy metal tribute maybe yeah, sure. but they especially have that vibe. especially the part with like and it's been so long since i've seen it but especially the part where she pulls like the green orb out right. of the weird beast yeah. mm-hmm. oh see i like and, those illustrations i didn't like when she's coming out of the water and stuff yeah yeah mm-hmm. but that orb is like the uh, a direct piece from heavy metal and it's like represents all the evil in the okay. universe or something like oh, that cool. yeah see i didn't mind those i didn't like the sin city looking one where he, he throws overhand throws that like Celtic oh, and it thing gets stuck and gets stuck in the guy's head like oh I th- yeah that was i weird. think that's just him playing with like light i think he yeah had a lot of this fun whole movie it. is just playing yeah <laughs> elijah wood was like yo remember that scene i was in in, in sin city <laughs> yes Honestly, whoever did the lighting for this should win something because it's incredible. Yeah. It's all like meticulous and. Um, no. What? Do we have a best boy? Ooh. Uh, well, I watched it on my phone at Shake Shack. So. I did, I did <laughs> you watched the whole thing at Shake Shack? One, uh, last like yeah. 40 minutes. Not the, not the way to watch it. <laughs> I didn't look for best boy because that's normally. I've been job. Wow. Did you guys catch the McGruber quote? No. no, I'll suck your fucking dick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't like that, but it shows that. The, that he's a coward. That, that yeah, he's a coward. Him, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the lady, like before him too. They she just like turned to sex. Like, yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, is this a sex cult? Because all they care about is like getting like down. I like that Red yeah. uh, showed mercy on that one girl. Mm-hmm. I know. What's her name? I Lucy, sister Same, Lucy, sister Lucy. Yeah. And then also really with the chemist too. Like mm-hmm. he, he, I guess found them to be like the lady. They had the been chemist? misguided or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, yeah. You guys Who's catch the, the Ghost Rider. The chemist reference? is the, the dude with man? the tiger. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. What'd you say? You guys catch the Ghost Rider reference? No, no. Dude's head was on fire. Oh, oh well, okay. everyone's heads were on fire. Uh, you, guys well, catch, and then, you guys catch the Finch reference? <laughs> Just stop there. Sheeper. <laughs> and then you know, uh, let's save it for wine and Literally, cheap. this whole <laughs> movie was on fire. There True. was so much fire. The in movie, this movie was definitely uh, lit. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> for the listeners that are still with us, <laughs> thanks. Um, one, thanks for listening. But two, Check this movie out. Yeah, he like, breaks the definitely. Wall. He breaks someone's neck. That that in the cocaine scene, I was like ridiculous. Yeah, the breaking of the neck is kind of a shout out to like Bruce Lee. I think really? the one scene in uh, Enter the uh, Dragon. Enter the Dragon when he like does it and he looks at the camera. Yeah, it's like yeah same, you're right. That thing. makes sense. I, I didn't like him doing that and then immediately <laughs> doing a ton of blow. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> He like apparently got really good at martial arts or something. He does like Brazilian jiu-jitsu and all sorts yeah, of crazy does. stuff. Yeah, Are you talking about like in real life? Yeah, he or? does. Yeah. I'm talking about the character. Oh. Who's just like a His, like, normal dude. That was a super, yeah. super cool It was a super LSD. Made him great. Yeah. I, it was love, oh, yeah, my bad. I love the ending of this movie. Yeah. When it flashes back to when they first met. The uh, shot in the I car is too. amazing at the yeah. end. Oh, I know. When Where he's like all wide-eyed. Yeah. 
Uh, and the, then it just zooms out to that crazy alien planet. That yeah. When he whatever. crushes Jeremiah's head was crazy. Uh, yeah. Super yeah. gory right after the I'll suck your dick part. <laughs> yeah, what he basically his, climaxes. What do you think his prison sentence would be? Uh, this should not, be a reoccurring zero. question on here, I think. Zero. Zero. Zero what? Zero. zero. Days in prison? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they would see mercy? Zero to life. life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was all in self-defense. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were weird demon bikers, so whatever. He just like busted an LSD ring. <laughs> yeah. True. So he's a hometown hero. <laughs> True. What a what a great movie. This so, movie ruled. Yeah. I, I know we spoil a lot, but honestly, just watch. We it. probably like, should have said if you haven't seen it, like yeah. go see but, it. Well, but our still. our listeners know that. Honestly, already. this movie yeah. is so wild that no matter what we yeah. say, it's still going to be like fresh. And yeah. it seems like it's going to be. I mean, you guys watched it both twice, so it yeah. seems like it's crazy rewatchable. Yeah, I like, definitely, definitely. I was definitely so happy to find out it was on on demand yeah. like so quickly. Totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, the theater experience, other than people laughing during the bathroom part, was like amazing. That part. Uh, I'll, I'll stop talking about it soon, but like that was the one part that felt like an actual film set. The rest of it felt yeah. uh, as crazy as it felt so real. But that scene is so contained. Oh, you're right. You're in, right. It yeah. feels like it's moving around on like a wide-angle lens or like a fisheye lens and stuff. It feels like it's a set. Everything mm. else felt so. Like, well, and then the border around it's so real. dark too. Yeah. 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 That's uh, true. Cool. So, what what are the ratings for this? I this think movie like, has a with a ninety-four. Yeah. Yeah, but what's your rating? But like, yeah, what's your rating? <laughs> well, I just want to get that out there first. Uh, <laughs> mine is like, man. Initially, I would have said like probably like an eight point five, but I'm bumping it up to a nine. Ooh, nice. I love a good bump up. I'm a I'm a hard eight point six. Super hard. I <laughs> super hard. <laughs> Don't get your wiener stuck in the ground like that one biker. <laughs> yes, sir. Um. I originally gave it a nine. Uh, I gave it a nine the second time around on Letterbox, but now that we're talking about it, I want to give it more than a nine. I'm gonna go nine two five. Okay, it might, it's one of my favorite movies of the year for sure. Absolutely, it was so yes. good. So I originally gave this a seven point eight, but I think that's because I was eating while watching this movie, and it made me sick. Ah, uh, true. Mm. Um, yeah, the gore sick. is done well though. It is, but there's moments where I was eating. I was like, oh, this makes me sick. Um, but I'm gonna bump it up to an eight point seven. Wow! Full big bump. That's a big full bump. big bump. One point higher than me. Point yeah, I'm gonna four. go. <laughs> initially, eight point four. After talking about it, super hard eight point five. Nice. One below me. Cool. A lot of bump ups here. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, this movie deserves bump ups. It had a Spectravision thing in the beginning. Was it actually filmed in Spectravision? Do you know? I'm not. I didn't really look it I up. Feel like I feel like it know. had to have. I don't know what that is, but yeah, it's for like sure. an old technique. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I like don't know what that is, but like, yeah, really, like saturated. It's <laughs> not like the whole thing about it. Pretty sure, but uh, they could do that with like editing and stuff. Now, I bet I it was so cool. Was the the better neon the director's movie. like first movie has been something I've been meaning to watch for forever, but now I this definitely is only have a second to. Movie, right? Yeah. yeah. So I thought. He's got quite a career ahead of him. <laughs> What's his name? I thought this was gonna be like more of like a a foreign film vibe, just by like. The writer director's name, honestly, I it's like say, weird. I would say it's definitely foreign film vibe. Yeah, it feels very like I know I keep saying it, but like Yodorowsky or like Salvador Dali or like uh-huh. like crazy like Spanish Portuguese like kind of Japanese stuff. surreal. Really, a little yeah. bit too. I don't you know, know much it, about Japanese. It has like name a is Turbo Kid vibe. Too. A little bit, yeah. His name is Panos Cosmetos. He sounds Greek. 
Yeah, I'm not really sure. Like... He has no info on his IMDb profile. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So the real question now that we reviewed both movies. His dad directed Tombstone. Sorry. Oh, oh really? So yeah, and that's how he funded his first movie no with the royalties way. from Tombstone. Damn, no way. <laughs> All right. Let's review Tombstone. <laughs> Had it on my watch list forever. Um, we reviewed two of the movies. We talked a lot about Nicolas Cage. We read a screenplay. We read a screenplay. The real question is, Kate, have we won you over? That's a good question, because I did enjoy both movies. Yeah, you like Deadfall more than all of us. You I like did. Deadfall more than Mandy. <laughs> That's not true. That is not true. <laughs> um... Would you I'm gonna give it be a, willing to watch some more Nick I Cage? I would be willing to watch more Nick Cage. Right now, I'll give it a soft yes. Right. And check in and with a me hard later. No. <laughs> can, we, can we each recommend a Nick Cage movie to you? Yes. Do it. Love it. Would, are you I ready? would say. Uh, oh, I'll watch Race it. in Arizona, definitely. Yeah, so I was going to yeah. say that, but I didn't want to step I think that's up your alley. Face Off. I've seen Face Off. Okay. Uh, with you, yeah. actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. the, family, the Family Man. Sick. Give it a give it a try. Um, Matchstick breadstick man. Um, the weatherman. Yo, I was gonna say since Mike goofed his up, I was gonna suggest the weatherman. I yeah. love that. Yeah, I love the that's weatherman. like a that's like a low key hit yeah. for sure. I love the weatherman. Also gonna say the wicker man. People talk Yo. shit on that movie. It's actually not that bad. It's yeah, it's like really enjoyable. It's, not that bad. So, it's so enjoyable. Can we just have like a Nicholas Cage? Just watch all the man. Day? One. Yeah. We want to have a Nick Cage John Travolta thon where the middle is face off. So you watch three Travolta, three Cage, in the middle you get them both. Yeah, Ooh, that sounds incredible. That's a good one. Or we could always do Nick Cage movies out of a hat. <laughs> Ooh, just put a, put them all in there and we then grab as, one by one. Started as Sandler. I do like that. That. Yeah, that's our original Sandler and idea. But in the middle, we'll read almost Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, never again. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I want that to make it to we'll, the podcast. Uh, we'll act. We'll, we'll act it out. It's already in there. Oh, true. Um, Okay, so we reviewed Nick Cage. We talk shop on a lot of things, but I think it's time now for the hot seat. Oh, fuck. I forgot we had to do <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> we haven't had a guest in a while. Yeah, um, rusty. So last guest we had wrote down um, three questions, so I'm going to have these guys pick one of the questions to answer. Mm-hmm. And this is at random. Those numbers add up. <laughs> this, this is at random. <laughs> so, so pick a card and what card. are we gonna do with the last question? Just keep it in there. And then who no, do I who do I I answer this or Here, I'll, I read I'll, it to somebody? I'll, oh, I'll oh. ask you guys. <laughs> All right. I looked at it, but I didn't even read it. This is from former guest Kate O'Brien. What is your dream job? What is obviously sound effects, man. <laughs> so what's your dream job, guys? Hot seat. Hot. You have to remove it, though. Nick Cage, personal assistant. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that would be a dream. Or a nightmare. <laughs> or like Nick Cage, reptile wrangler. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Love it. Dream job. I feel like being a comedian <laughs> this is so demeaning, but I feel like it's easy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoa. I Yo, I love it. I mean, I feel like you get you have like the days off you have to work like friday night thursday night sunday night saturday you have to work like the nights you have to work hard i get it 
put in the hours, but you can make your own hours. I think you need You're to think this through a little more. You put me in the hot Ooh. seat. <laughs> hey, he has yeah, no time well, to think I want to us later. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Not all people can handle a hot seat. So. That's, that's true. true. Handled it before. <laughs> um, hey, that's your answer. You're do sticking I get to, to it. pick one, too? Or what was, hey, what was that? No, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Just the are, one? There are three. You get to pick one. And that's well, it. you guys are going to add three. No, you guys oh. are going to add three, and then the next guest is going to put... Where do the other one. two go? They stay in there. We're going to shuffle them in. Cool. It's crazy, dude. I know. This is crazy. It's so crazy. Um, do you guys have any hot seat questions for these guys? Do you are you guys, talking to I them do. for us or what? No. Do you guys have any hot questions for you guys? <laughs> I have one for Joey. Okay. Is your inner monologue Nick Cage? <laughs> If uh, not, who it, who is, who it is, who, who it is. I guess if it, if it had to be anybody, it would be. Very good. Mike, what, same question to you. Special Agent Dale Cooper for the, for oh, the FBI. That's a good one. I love <laughs> it. I love it. He's from the FBI. Um, Female body inspector. You guys both think I should go to the doctor? No, I was I was very strongly saying that you should not go to the doctor. And you didn't text me back. I was concerned. <laughs> I would like to admit that I voted yes from both my own Twitter and the wine and cheese Twitter. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Just really wanted Just to tip the, the scale on that one. Yeah, but um, when do you think the last time you went to the doctor is? It was like you said, like four or five years. Yeah, truly. It's honestly, same. Yeah, yeah, legit. I haven't been. And longer than wow. that. I go to the, I'll go to the eye doctor. And the I haven't dentist. been to the dentist in like six years. Yeah, I need to same. put you all in my car. <laughs> Yo, Jordan, I have to come at you for something before uh, we finish this episode, which is probably pretty right soon. now. You better yeah. do it now. <laughs> was that the end of the hot seat? So, this is when I ended yeah, so is that, the Is that the end Wait, of the so hot seat? Are you just a hot seat for Jordan? Yeah, I'm hot seat in Jordan. Um, so on your letterbox, I see you change your profile pic to the Film Friends logo. Yeah. Um, you don't represent all of you us. You don't represent all of us. You don't represent all of them. Well, here's the thing. You have a what, link, you have you're a link, the face of the podcast? You have a link to the Twitter, yeah. probably. Yeah. I don't have a Twitter, and I wanted a picture, so I thought, oh, I might as well use the Film Friends. You don't want to use, like, Grav, Gravatar, Gravatar or whatever. <laughs> um, also, this is for the listeners, so thank you for setting me up for this. I now, because of that, have access to the Twitter again. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. I stay don't know tuned. what that means. <laughs> also, just got how does that have to do with Twitter? Watch out, Jordan's back on social media. My, if there's my, M Night uh, tweets, you know who it's coming from. My <laughs> review of Deadfall just got a comment from Jordan Smith, just saying, "Ain't." <laughs> well, what was your what my, was your my review? comment was uh, pretty sick of intentionally watching bad movies. <laughs> I know that life. Yeah. Oh, we know, know that, that life. Didn't care for Deadfall. But you know what? Spring we do it because we love it, and we do it for the listeners. And that's why we're here mm-hmm. on episode number 50. 50. So we want to thank Mike and Joey. No, we want to thank you. For hopping on this episode. Oh, thanks. Yo, yeah, thanks. Thank anyone who made it this far into the episode. Yeah, yeah, true. Straight up, <laughs> two hours, two hours, ten minutes. Something yeah, like that. by far longest. And then when I edit in all the other stuff, Whoa. it's oh, going to be a hot oh my gosh. two and a half hours. But if you enjoy our podcast, you have two hour, two and a half hours. This is a straight fun. up bonanza. Yeah, but you know what? It fits for Nicolas Cage. Absolutely, yeah. um, he deserves it. He deserves it. 
And we'll try to contact him, see what he thinks of the episode. <laughs> um, uh. But honestly, <laughs> just want to thank all the listeners, all the haters. Thanks all to the former guests for coming on and doing the work. Is this and your th- last episode? Nope. No. <laughs> okay, cool. It's just, we're at the midway mark of 100 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. um, but, uh, and you know what? I just want to thank all the future guests as well. Um, but uh, this was fun. Thank you guys for yeah, coming thanks. on. Thanks. Thank you. Check Listen out, to Wine and Cheese. Check out the Wine and Cheese podcast. It's W-I-N-E. Dope. No, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, on our episode 50, we're going to get gritty. Oh. oh. Yeah. No, actually... We'll get you guys for episode 50. Oh, yeah. And gritty? Yeah. yeah. And we'll gritty. We'll see if you make it there. We'll, wait. <laughs> Here's my guys real question. Not anymore. <laughs> Will gritty make it there? What? Will gritty make it there? Gritty fell on his gritty. first game. <laughs> I was just going to say, gritty's going to fall a lot. Yeah. I, I, I could see that happening. That's just his thing. And it's going to be her thing. thing. Oh. Yeah. Love point. it. Or their thing. Oh, fuck. All right, right, everybody. Let's get out of here. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Michael Shannon. Oh, fuck Mm. you. (laughs) Bye. Mike Paul Shock. Paul Paul Shock. Paula Abdul. (laughs) Paula Paul Shock. (laughs)